you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commute, no leaving the office, no squeezing in an appointment during your lunch hour, and no judgments. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Okay. We'd also like to thank Audible for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. Listening is a better way to binge content you love while doing the things you love. And you'll always find what you're looking for. Audible's selection of audiobooks is unmatched anywhere. Start a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com slash friend or text friend to 500-500. You can do it with audiobooks and you can do it with Audible. Welcome to the friend. Every time I'm in the zone. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. This is the friend zone. I mean, what the fuck? Can I live? Can I live? Can I fucking live? Why y'all wanna fuck with me? What? 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 Why y'all wanna fuck with me? As always, okay, we find content to share with all of our listeners, you know, all across the world, because they are from everywhere, all walks of life, yes. and some Neils. And <laughs> we find content that is enriching, oh that is nurturing, that is sustaining, right in. off the bat, that is just, you know, useful to your soul. And in this case, it was brought to us by none other than the Puerto Rican princess Puerto Rican herself, princess. Jocelyn Hit him with the he Hernandez. <laughs> and now, I think that it's necessary to really break this down. You know, she asked a question, can I live? Then she reflectively said, can I live? Then she said, de- she made a declaration, can I fucking live? Sometimes you have to stop, think about it, and then proceed with the strength that you know that you can be firmly convicted in your moving forward. What you say, you've researched. What you believe, you've studied. And all of those things contribute to you having the strength and the confidence to deliver your words with conviction. But it takes you doing the work first. Jocelyn Hernandez has done the work. Did you do your work? So the hashtag this week is can I live? And, you know, 
you have to ask yourself that. And with that being asked, and most importantly understood, I have a couple other things that we need to ask. Oh, Lord. That's right. It's QTNA. QTNA. Questions that need answers. Questions that need answers. Questions that niggas is asking. asking. (laughs) Question one. Was Candy's Dungeon a hit? Because it was a hit. Sold out before people even knew what it was. It was. Was Candy's Dungeon a hit simply because it was such a good idea? Or was it because of the surprise performance of the old lady gang Uh -uh. in stretch lace depends (laughs) with a pocket sewn into the sides for peppermints? (laughs) Performing a tribute to Miami, Florida darlings, City Girls, entitled... No, period. <laughs> oh my God, there's too many levels to that joke. Right. Way too many right. levels. <laughs> like, what episode of Big Mouth question did you write? Like, what the fuck? Two. <laughs> Jesus. Will K. Miserable Michelle <laughs> discover after extensive research that her veneers are in fact large enough to qualify for flood insurance (laughs) to be prepared for her next well-deserved soda pop power wash to the face from Paris Phillips. Fake ass Keisha Cole. (laughs) Question three. Will Tamar Braxton get the last laugh after all? When footage is leaked to the internet of Lion Lonnie Love. Oh, my goodness. Shoot dancing, doing the shoot. No. And a yellow off-white thong with the black writing. What? And easy spirit shoes at DJ Khaled's son's birthday party. (laughs) Yeah, where's, like, the inside of his brain. (laughs) <laughs> but this, or like the youngins on Twitter say, "Your mind, oh my god!" <laughs> With these things being asked, and most importantly understood, I would like to take this opportunity to welcome everyone to the Friend Zone, which is your weekly look into all things mental health, is mental it? wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell? Hell, which one of y'all? Not me. Was not it your y'all. mammy? Was it your poppy? Is the grandma the baby who, in fact, wants a musty brain? I don't think so. But why? You had me at Lonnie Love doing the shoot. Did you say in a song? <laughs> uh, off-white. You know that yellow measuring tape off-white logo? An uh, off-white thong with some easy spirits. <laughs> and doing a shoot. Shoot! Shoot! And in Miami at Khaled's <laughs> son's birthday party. Like, no, for real. That's Tamar the... would get the last laugh. How do you come up with these I love you, Tamar Braxton. Easy spirits. <laughs> And Lonnie, you can't get mad because I know you're listening. So you can't get mad, Lonnie, because it's comedy. And from oh. one comedian to another. Hey, Lonnie. Oh, my God. Hey, hey friend. Hey, Dustin. How you doing? I'm good. That Shoot. was funny. <laughs> and an off-white thong. <laughs> and some easy spirits fucking it up. Fucking it up. Look, and that's why I started laughing because I just imagined Lonnie like legit fucking it up. Because she seemed fun as hell. Dustin so. needs like a show 
that is just a series of skits of the inside of his mind. And imagine if and these... you need full creative control because but we listen, need to see these visions come to life. To and, and, and that's the thing. I love like skits and comedy too. That's why I be laughing so hard because I can, can imagine all of it. if you, you, if you really had eye. these people <laughs> doing these fucking things, it yeah. would take me the fuck you out. Liz. How are your Whew. weekends, guys? You know what? For once, I can say that I believe you know the answer to that <laughs> because I was with you and I was with you too, Asante. Yeah, right. We was all together in Seattle, Washington. Now, I'm going to tell you about Seattle, Washington. Please do, because you know I love it. Seattle, Washington has given me an entire new appreciation for the color palette of blue, any hue of blue, and green. Mm. Because everywhere you look, the sky is so blue. I said it's sky blue like Maya's (laughs) jersey dress. Okay? The green trees, they're so lush and so green. Okay? I've never seen anything like that. I wanted to put on some argyle, some plaid, one of them coats that look like blankets with like the pine trees woven in it and shit. I wanted to put so all you that shit to be on. Me. Very Manitoba, you yes. know. Yes. You know, I didn't know if a deer or a member of the Wendy Williams family was gonna run past the backyard. I didn't know oh what was God. gonna happen. It was just big old <laughs> people were, every, you know, running through the woods. It was an amazing time. And shout out to Seattle. That show was the the was great. The audience was fantastic. What a fun show. Yes. Like for real. I I think it might, I know I say this every week, but it might be in my top five. It was. And yeah. Shout out to Sonia <laughs> in the front row. Um, and she'll know exactly what that means. Yes. Everyone yes. at the show will know yes. what that means. Yes. 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 And also the legendary Lewis York, Claude yes. Kelly, and Chuck Harmony yes. blessed us and created such a beautiful moment. Fran, would you like moment. to? I was oh, going, look you at know, us telling each other. Because, Fran, you make it like, you know, Sweet. rosy. Yes, set, you know, set it up and tell the beautiful part. Well, there was a, we had the Q&A section where we let the audience come up and ask us whatever questions they want. And a beautiful woman stood up and told us that she was struggling looking for a song for her and her uh, husband to be to dance to at their wedding. Yes. And she had seen a tweet of mine where I tweeted Lewis York's I Enjoy You. And she said, that's it. That's my wedding song. She was so thankful and so happy because it was kind of last minute. But she knew that it was because it had to be that song. And it became their wedding song. And then I said to her, well, isn't that fascinating? Because... My two best friends, also known as Lewis York, are here. I felt like Oprah, you're going to die, you're going to die. (laughs) And then they came from the backstage and they sang to her and her husband a live rendition of I Enjoy You. And we didn't know that not only was it their one-year anniversary, but also her birthday. Wow. So if there ever was guaranteed sex being had (laughs) in an evening, that was the one. Her husband did that. Yes, yes, he did. Yes. So that was beautiful. Um, and then, of course, the beautiful, legendary Shindellas. They performed. I'm so happy to see you. Hey, I'm so happy to see. Come on, Harmony. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But yeah, they performed that, and it was so, so gorgeous. Oh, first of all, they're beautiful so women. Happy. They're so and they're so talented. So far, all my all my male friends been in my DMs. Like, <laughs> like who is that? They're so fine. Um, but they performed awesome. that, blessed us with their vocals, and you know, it was hometown love for you know. <sighs> 
It was just a homey feeling. I right. love I love Seattle. Seattle's beautiful, man. Such a great city. Now y'all understand why. Can you now you fully understand why I want to live there? I understand why you like Seattle a whole whole lot. Yes, I do. Friend. <laughs> they had me a legal <laughs> weed. Trees. So. The trees. 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 I thought that's Those what we, the that's, exactly, the that's what that's what I said, and you came that's in with an trees. Umbrella. I thought we was like that's an umbrella. Whatever's underneath. <laughs> Leave it to y'all. <laughs> The trees. The trees. No. Okay. No, but you know, look, honestly, I don't like being cold, but it was actually kind of cool being cold in Seattle. I was like, oh, okay. It was so like nice little chill. autumn. Yeah. You know, just it was. autumn. It was autumn. Yes. Sweetness. Oh, God. Yes. That would be kind of cool to experience for a time because I hear the snow doesn't get as bad as it gets. Like, it doesn't get like cold and air like over here because, like, yeah, it's no, on the they West don't Coast. get the winter as bad yes. as we do. I mean, it gets they cold. Still get, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, but not as bad. as bad as New York. But, you know, I feel like it'd probably be a different type of fashionable to try out there so I would love to like explore that and a lot of you were reaching out even at the show giving your uh, responses to, to me saying I want to live there and yeah. saying like a lot of people were like it's amazing come live yeah. here have a good time other people were messaging me like do not move here <laughs> it is fucking depressing <laughs> they're saying there's no community no like culture you know and, yeah. and I get that but I'm also older I'm not really, like, looking to be in the mix. Right. If anything, it's quite the opposite. I right. come from New York. I think I've had more than enough mix. You bring the culture with you. You know, and honestly, that really could be it. If anything, I'd be the one probably bringing that yeah, scene there. Yeah, yeah, maybe encouraging creatives to create a new hub, a new city, a new, a new kind of Fred vibe. Fred run Seattle. Hell yeah. Oh, would you do Real Housewives of Seattle, Fred? What? You, oh, this yeah. went left. Wait, uh, quickly. <laughs> and they, you could be single and just the shit in Seattle and be no, on the show. and we saw some fine-ass people. We, we did. Showed, yeah. We I did. Was, I was very pleasantly surprised. I was, too. Was time to climb Look. a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when, when I seen what I seen, mm. I'd known what I seen. I was, I like, was like, hmm, okay. message. Wow. Yeah, because we were apparently, which we didn't know, we were in the black neighborhood. Yeah. Which yeah. is fantastic because we saw a lot of black, right. way more black people than we thought we would yep. see. You know, that was one of my main concerns. That's usually my main concern where I go anywhere. Right. Which is hilarious because you were like, I don't know. Is our show going to be completely white? I was like, I don't <laughs> Not think completely. So. I was like, I wonder if a lot of white folk going to be there. Because, you know, there are some shows where I just be thinking like, oh, I know all the black folks gonna show up, but what if it's like a bunch of white people like, let's go to the friend zone? And it's like, ah. No, I think it was a good mix. It was yeah. a good mix. It was, and, and it was a I don't mix think of everybody, tone, which was awesome. I don't yeah. think the tone was lost on anybody. Nope. You know yeah, no, not at all. They understood our humor yeah. either way, yep. so it was awesome. I yeah. went to Pike's, uh, not Pike's, damn, because it's, no, it's not in possession, of, it's not Pike's possession. I went to Pike <laughs> Place Market, <laughs> and I got to see them throw the fish, y'all. I got to see them throw the fish back and forth, and I know that's mad touristy and a little pussy but I'm telling you like, I got to see them to yeah it was so much fun <laughs> like I, it was so exciting did you to post watch. your pictures yet one mm. I posted one a little earlier today but I'm ready to comment with hard eye emojis you're so, such a dial you're just a dial friend but yes um, and so that was cool and then I actually went to the first Starbucks which is oh, very right, very small yeah and they have three Little um, signs, like the Starbucks-style signs right out front. There's a long line, so I wasn't about to wait in it. So it's very much a, I saw it. Got I just you. saw, you know, that Starbucks. Don't but being down there, coffee. walking down to the waterfront, 
That water was breathtaking. And mm. looking out there, seeing the mountains and shit. Yes. And apparently, it's some island out there. I can't remember what they told me the name of it is, but that's like, you know, where all the, the money is. Oh, Mercer shit. Island? Mm-mm, it's something else. It's another name. For, I can't remember the name of it. But mm. it was just beautiful. And that water... You go to the Caribbean and you see blue water that's like a, you know, a, a different, brighter blue. Yeah. But even though that water wasn't that kind of blue, it was more of a denim blue. <laughs> but it was beautiful. Sunny. Like, and it was so much. It was breathtaking and a little scary. So I was like, let's go back up there. <laughs> <laughs> How Well, we can't wait for the rest of your photo shoot to be unleashed on oh, us. so sweet and kind. Because <laughs> your outfits were superb, as always. Blessings. But Seattle was great. I'm yes, very, very excited. Was. And we will be in Birmingham, Alabama on Saturday, October 27th. I can't believe it's almost October 27th. I know, 27th. right? Like, Where is it? It just year? hit me like, wait, okay. that's really late. New Year's year. was last weekend. You know. Right. And it's but, coming up again. <laughs> but we will be there. And what's the tailgate we'll be at? We're going to be doing with McDonald's. We'll be at the Magic City Classic Tailgate. That's right. Part of the HBC Union activation there. I'm so excited to hit the stage with McDonald's and see everybody and, and get to meet you guys and um, kick it with some of the alumni and some of the current students there it's going to be a really really exciting fun upbeat conversation yes there's a dj yes and it's Um, all of my favorite things which are being black so you know (laughs) that's just overall the blackest part of is having a good ass time right and i love the meet and greet because there is a meet and greet afterwards yes where they have that dope digital that little yeah. digital booth where we can take pictures together and make silly faces. And the floor the floor light up. <laughs> and okay. the floor lights up. And then you get a print <laughs> of it, which is cool because who gets prints right. of pictures nowadays? Right. I was thinking about that the other day. I won't have, like, photo albums like yep. our parents do. I should try to make one. But right. I like Power the thinking. Drives. Right? You literally will give me a freaking USB, like, here. <laughs> plug in yep so come out and join us because it's mcdonald's you know there's going to be food and fun for everyone we can't (laughs) wait to see you all out there 11 a.m we're going to be at the tailgate so get ready get ready get ready ready birmingham alabama october 27th remember you don't need to buy tickets you just have to show up see you there magic city classic not the club in atlanta (laughs) so are you ready to jump into this week's episode Oh, let do it. Let me drag my trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> let me drag my trampoline. So on last week's episode titled Apology Language, we discussed how we like to receive and give apologies and realized that we all had different ways of, well, different languages that we expressed right. with, which was pretty interesting. We took the quizzes. We read the answers out. And as always... You know what's actually pretty cool? The quiz itself went viral on Twitter because people were sharing it so much. And I noticed that apology language became like a trending topic. I was like, how cool is that? Not so much like for us to get credit for it, but I just love that people. Because we usually don't. (laughs) Dead. But I love that people were that interested in figuring out, well, what is my apology language? And being reflective. And I saw tons of amazing threads of people really breaking down and dissecting what they realized through the quiz, and I thought, how awesome. Real lies, <laughs> <made>. real lies. <laughs> Into me, I, I see. see. <laughs> Beautiful. Just made me really happy. So, as always, you Woo-hoo. guys had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout-out to Alejandra. The subject is apology language. Hey. She said, thank you for this episode on apology language. One thing I've learned through understanding my own apology language is when to let go and stop stressing when someone else doesn't understand your language. 
I had a year-long argument with someone I was dating who did me wrong. He could never understand that it is he that it is what he could never understand what it is that he did, accept responsibility or make things right, even though I consistently repeated myself. I finally gave up trying to have him understand what he did and what I needed him to do to make the things right. Over a year later, and he still randomly pops up apologizing again. Safe to say we'll never speak the same language or understand one another. Love y'all. Sometimes people just don't speak the same language. And you know what? I was I've been putting out this narrative, right? You know, that pretty much if you've got baggage, I ain't really fucking with you. But I need to make it clear that it is okay to say that you are not in a position to deal with anybody else's baggage. And that's something that you decide whenever you decide, right? Absolutely. So I'm one of those people that like to say I'd li- I like to decide early on just because I really can't do it. But some people, they'll invest in you and they'll figure out what they got. But when it comes to, like, apologizing and all that stuff, you, those are things you might learn about a person over time. And sometimes you have to get hurt to have an apology. And it's like, I just don't have time. And to see where they stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just even the whole understanding of sometimes y'all just don't speak the same language is something that I have to utilize in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And honestly, this is why I loved having this conversation because we've had the episode on love languages and now apology languages. And if you see that you guys do not see eye to eye in how you language, then maybe... That's something to consider. You guys don't have to be romantic. You can be friends, which is something that I definitely want to have an episode about. Yes, and even just the art of letting go through that. Right. I'm a letting go. Yeah, being mature enough to know, like, not every connection has to be this forced romance. We can genuinely be like, you know what? I love you. You're amazing, but this actually doesn't work. We we just don't connect here in in this, like, we just don't believe the same thing in relationships. Or we just don't believe the same thing in friendships. Or we just don't believe the same thing in business. Or we just don't think believe the same things in family. Any of those areas is kind of like, okay, well, we just ain't connected here. And it's and, fine. And it's fine. We can agree to disagree, or I can cut off and leave, or I can say I'm going to stay and just don't deal with this for this long or whatever. Yep. It applies in so many ways. But I that's love what it, I but found. this is the power of dissection. Yes. And that's why it's important to and audit yourself because the <laughs> introspection, you, there's a lot of less time wasted if yeah. you both know where you're at. But you have to know where you're at first. <laughs> and I know where I'm at. <laughs> and I know where y'all at. <laughs> All right, Fred, what did you find in them SoundCloud streets? Well, first, I want to laugh because LaRose7632 says, So Jarrell done fucked up the church's money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, he did not. If you don't know who Jarrell is, he is the therapist that I was working on a <laughs> time. You guys have heard him before on this show because he did a show with us. But he's a therapist that I was working with on a Talkspace project. Now, he's not who I was referring to. We repeat, it is not Jarrell. It's absolutely not Jarrell. And I'll tell you why. Because Jarrell, Jarrell, I know. Can we make Leave Jarrell Alone t shirt? Right. Jarrell is actually incredible at what he does. And think about it, he's a therapist, he's an incredible communicator. (laughs) If he had done something fucked up, I highly doubt he would have been dismissive. You know, he would have sat with Especially me. Especially with him being a therapist it That's and it's being saying. you. And it's me. Like, me and you him You would have been able best. to work it out with a therapist. We're literally the best communicators on <laughs> earth. Like, me and him have had a couple of misunderstandings through the project. Not even anything bad happened, but just, like, 
because my schedule, like, we forgot to, you know, plan certain things. And right. it's never been an issue. He'll literally be like, oh, this happened. I'll be like, oh, my God, this happened. Yeah. And I love it. It's so seamless and just wonderful. And it shows me the power of communication. So it's absolutely not Jarrell, you guys. I saw people <laughs> tweeting me. Someone in the DMs was like, girl, I'm just being nosy. But was it Jarrell? <laughs> like, Y'all got to stop doing that. So yeah. funny. But I get it. Yeah. People want to know. The, I know. You know, they want to know the juice. I know. Damn. But it's but honestly, when I share stories <laughs> like that, it's not so much for you guys to try to figure out who I'm talking about so you can go harass them. Right, <laughs> right that's for me to do. <laughs> right. It's more so the lesson that I'm learning in that moment, and then I'm hoping that by sharing it, you can see yourself reflected if it's something that you, too, are trying to figure out. Right. So that's what that was. Look, Jarell, I love you. You're amazing. I hope nobody harassed you because it's not Everybody's still sitting there listening like, mm-hmm. It's, it's Jarell. <laughs> it's absolutely Look, not. Okay. Hey, friend, we going to take your word for it. That's what y'all better be saying. <laughs> right, but no. Thank you. I appreciate that y'all trying to figure out who fucked me over, but no, it was not him. <laughs> so, uh, tying into the actual episode topic, uh, I don't know if it's Cray or just C-R-A, but I don't want to put Cray on her. That's Cr- not her intention Cr- <laughs> for the Well, name. what's the rest of it? 12. Oh. C-R-A-12 on SoundCloud <laughs> said... For me, in order to apologize when I have hurt someone, I have to forgive myself and really recognize my wrong. Feeling guilty or shamed about the situation isn't going to change my behavior, and I won't mean it if I say it based off of that alone. I grew up in a house with no humility. Everyone was just was justified, so I never knew how to ask for forgiveness. Being an adult has taught me how to search out my own motives behind every action and reevaluate before I just do stuff. By the way, I love the apology language. It looks like mine is expressing regret. And I love that because she's giving it from the perspective of the apologizer and admitting that she has to actually feel it, which is a good question. And someone on Twitter, <clears throat> I wish I remembered their app, but so many of you were hitting me up about this. Someone said, um, what about if you did something that you don't feel bad about? <laughs> right. Then and, you don't apologize. And the person is expecting this apology but you really don't feel bad. Then you don't apologize. And that was a good, I was like, damn, that's a good layer that we didn't touch on. We I hate can when talk that happens. about that next time. You know, we're going to have part two of so many shows because you guys always end up pulling good back. layers in the Twitter, in the Twitter streets. Even. Twitter streets. <laughs> but I thought that was a really good one. Um, another layer that you guys pulled up was what about people that are always apologizing? Like the over apologizer, where they're constantly insecure and worried about you not liking them or hating them or leaving them, and so they're just very like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry about like everything all day to the point that it's like annoying." Like just right. stop. Those ain't real apologies. That conversation we had last week wasn't for stupid, stupid ass shit like that. <laughs> it was for you know just like real, like I owe you an apology. Right. You owe me an apology type situations. Right. You know that not that that bullshit. No. <laughs> but there are people like that. I know, but you just how I dismiss that. That's how you dismiss them. I'm going with that bullshit. Damn. And then they just stop doing it. I'm dead. What Baby girl, you? though, that mm-hmm. um, that wrote that email in, too, also on her behalf, she ain't slick because I see what she's trying to do. What's that? She's trying to get chose. I like the way she did that <laughs> because that was the greatest uh, personals ad I've ever read in my life. You know what I'm saying? I am a great problem solver when it comes to content, <laughs> internally and externally. And Why do you I actually sound follow like through with things pop. the way that they should be done. <laughs> that was a great ad. I see you. I see you. <laughs> Ooh. 
That sounds like my housewives slogan. <laughs> I'm a great plop. Pre hear me problem. My body was like, don't do it. <laughs> okay. No. Right, housewives of Seattle, I'm telling you. <laughs> Friend. You gonna hold a coffee cup? They gonna hold. They ain't gonna have peaches like Atlanta. They gonna hold coffee cups. Oh, I can see it. I'll have a blanket <laughs> on with like a mug of tea. Yep. <laughs> Life ain't Seattle. been no crystal stair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never. Look, could you imagine? And that's why I'm here. <laughs> I told y'all real side tangent. The when I was on the flight last night, I could not sleep. I was just so stressed about a oh, lot of yeah. stuff. Right, I, I told the guys, and so I was like, the girl in front of me was watching Ninety Day Fiance, and I was like, oh my god, they have like live TV. So I put it on, <laughs> and unfortunately, I caught it too late. It came off, but then um, what is it? Love, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood came on. Yes. So I was like, I'll watch it. Whatever, I can connect because you guys are always talking about yes. it. Yes. Who's the rapper? Candy or Jay Will? Right, Jay Will, who is also Candy. <laughs> yes. So that that person came on the screen with like this orange braided wig thing yeah. and this rainbow outfit, and the, I was sitting between these two white guys. <laughs> Granted, they could not hear, but they were they were glued. Like they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> They were like, what is going on in the what black the community? What the fuck is this girl watching? Man. I could not, I was like internally fucking dead laughing so hard. Because that looked insane. Like he's over here spinning on stage. <laughs> and then having a serious argument on the television. And then that yelling. Was crazy. And then he like spun off in the braid. Like, you know, it was, anyway, go yes. ahead. Dustin, what'd you find in the Twitter streets? So in the Twitter streets, I want to give a shout out to at Ben and Wesson, V-I-N-A-N-D Wesson, who tweeted, this can't be happening right in front of me and accompanied with a video um, of a Little Caesars pizza franchise. And the manager is holding a shopping cart full of DiGiorno pizza. Oh, my God. And they're literally putting them in the oven at this Little Caesars franchise. that's the hot already. But what made this tweet so interesting, something told me. isn't delivery. Something said, Dustin. Click the thread. So I clicked the thread because the video is so popular. Why were both DiGiorno and Little Caesars in the thread replying? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So the tweet says, no. this can't be happening right in front of me. DiGiorno says, we're just as curious as you with the crying laughing emoji. <laughs> um, someone said, y'all petty. They said, petty for being curious. And they said, go to bed. They DiGiorno responded, you first. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. The original person who tweeted it said, no bullshit, I rock with y'all the long way. DiGiorno responds, so does another pizza company, apparently. Wow. Oh, the looking eye emojis and the laughing emoji. So that I found very That's, interesting. Is that for real? I just, See, They're you know, using DiGiorno? You know what? You know what? what I need to know what's going on. But how would it be out in the open like that? You got to be... I need someone to document these people's social medias because who is doing this from these accounts? Oh, how they just be jumping into threads. Yeah. It'd be funny sometimes. No, it do be funny. Like Wendy, Wendy be petty. Yo. I be like, what the hell? And then they dropped mixtapes and shit. So it's like, what is going on? Very petty. (laughs) Um, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Jerome Tremell. Um, J-E-R-O-M-E, Jerome, like on Martin, mm-hmm. um, and then Tremel, T-R-A-M-M-E-L, who tweeted, when Trina crowd surfed at A3C Festival last night, I went crazy. She was crowd surfing and rapping. Y'all better not had dropped my queen. <laughs> there were people holding Trina with one hand and recording with the other. I was standing to the side, shook. Rockstar, 
at Trina Rockstar and accompanied the tweet with a video of Trina literally crowd surfing at the festival. It's yes. the cutest thing How in the world. Cool. I yes. just think it's so cute that she always wants to be that close to her friends. And plus, it's Trina, so we're going to like it no matter what the fuck yeah. it is. Shout out to A3C down in Atlanta. Very yeah. much so. Thank you. I always love it when you guys get me, so I want to give a shout out to at Bree Incarnated, B-R-I-E, Incarnated, who said, I can't believe Dustin turned Tyler Perry into an adverb. This man said Tyler Perry. That really warmed my heart, so thank you for that. Um, Tyler Perry was amazing. I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to told you. Um, and then <laughs> two tweets, two more tweets. The first one I want to quote is from at Lee Bra Green with an E, L E E B R U H Green with an E, who said crying at how fast Mariah was and accompanied the tweet with a photo that was a screenshot from Beyonce's Instagram, which apparently she had posted a picture literally one minute ago. And Mariah Carey is one of the first names you see on the list of <laughs> yes. people who liked it. And it was just funny that somebody was petty and caught that because, you know, that means Mariah. <laughs> that was funny. And then I want to give a shout out to Philip Picardi um, at PF Picardi, who was the editor in chief of Teen Vogue. He's now leaving and he's going to be the editor in chief of Out Magazine. And he's a really nice person. Oh, nice. So shout out to Philip. But he tweeted, Your new editor in chief at Teen Vogue is. Lindsay Peoples Wagner, who is a black young lady. She looked black at least, so, you know, whatever. It's another black person that's getting editor-in-chief, so shout out to her. Yeah, L. Peoples Wagner um, at Teen Vogue. She's the new editor-in-chief. And Philip said, Lindsay and I started as assistants together at Teen Vogue, and it's an honor to bring her back as the brand's new and fearless leader. Congratulations to her and to the whole team. Work. Shout out to her. Black black women continuing to set the trends. I know. You know what's been really cool seeing Lena Waithe, like on magazine covers. Yeah, man. So dope, especially because she was saying how she... uh, Felt the need to cut her hair because yeah. she realized she was like holding on to it to, to kind of perform femininity that people would be comfortable being around. Yeah. And now that she cut it off, and she's like, now this is really what it is. Yeah. And the fact that now you, it feels like she's getting even bigger, and being more herself, just a testament. I it's love the it. Shit. I love seeing her everywhere now. Lena Waithe got Emmys. And a woman at the crib. Hello. She don't give a damn what nobody got and to say right now. she was just right on now. a jet. You saw nobody. it on her IG stories. I was like, okay, Lena. Magazine covers. <laughs> so dope. And all the shows. I feel like every week there's a new Lena Waithe show That's being right. announced. 20s, I think it's called. Obviously, the one with our brother Fury. Yes. She has the Boomerang remake. I yes. mean... Every week a new one. So shout out to Lena Way. Got the whole world leaning. Lena got them leaning. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I love to see stuff like that. But y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Yeah, I believe so. Let me drag my trampoline. (laughs) (laughs) So we are very tired. I'm so extremely tired. It's been a very long year, number one. It's been one week since you looked at me. But it's also been a very long month. So we thought, you know, we've given you a couple heavy episode episodes. You hear the accent of that? (laughs) And we've had, you know, Ari and Estelle's just been great. So we want to have a little more fun. We're going to do an off-the-cuff episode. We've done it. Off-the-cuff! We've done it a couple... We did it a couple weeks ago, (laughs) a couple months ago. And you guys loved it. It was random, nothing planned. We kind of just talked about whatever came to mind. So I don't know if any of you want to start. 
take your shaky ass to the dough. Okay, I don't have nothing to talk about, but because it's off the cuff, and <laughs> mm-hmm. because you said off the cuff, I thought about Fergie on Black Eyed Peas when she said off the Richter, and it was like, off the Richter, 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 steady, are you ready? That was the moment that I had. Why I want to know what you that? smoked. I had that, but... I really want to know. What, whatever the fuck he had. <laughs> got to dime me out. I ain't said nothing about what you did. That was between you and friends. See, I always get drugged in the middle of shit. Literally. Shit. They don't know who I was pointing to. I could have been pointing they over there. They know good and damn well they who don't he know. was pointing to. <laughs> now, back to Fergie. Okay. Was that when she was doing cartwheels on the Today Show? That was before that. Wait, that was what? She, you yeah. seen that clip. Remember <laughs> when she was doing them cartwheels on the Today Show? I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. She was like, oh, and like doing cartwheels. She was like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. For real, and, doing and like continual cartwheels, like, like for real, kicking her leg, like whoa, whoa, whoa. But like, I was like, oh, what was my. that supposed to look like and feel like for us? I did because not believe we that. supposed to like she's just doing what came to her, you know that that came to her. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, like, and I was, am I supposed to be like impressed? Because I'm not. Am I supposed to be entertained? I am, but is it for the right reason? Oh I was God. thinking about all that kind of stuff, but anyway, now you have me talking about Fergie. You know. Well, you know, Fergie did have a little bit of a, a moment or a few a moments. A little, she had a big moment. Yeah, and well, the bridge was Black Eyed Peas was exhaustingly big. Yeah, Black Eyed Peas was, was that huge. song? That it was like, oh, let's get it started. Oh my <laughs> let's god, let's get it started in here. Let's yeah. get I used to love that shit. I was like, damn, this is like production and shit, and like the way that like the beat would build and all that, it would bump. I hated that song. <laughs> but you know I hate I don't like all that goody two shoes ass pop music. That don't mean it's bad. Like I recognize it's why like it's Super great Bowl songs. Music. Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah, know, it, it was definitely like stadium music. Yeah, that's like, like get the crowd. Like they play that in. shit at basketball events, all sorts of shit like that. That don't mean I don't like the black eyed peas music though, because I actually have some songs that I like I love. I One like of which... Black Eyed Peas when they were I was about to say something really fucked up. <laughs> okay, but I know when they were to... more backpackish. You know, they were more like uh, Slum Village. Like this before Fergie came on board. When it was, and uh, then it became super pop, which they were still dope. Don't get me wrong, but I just girl? liked them when they were like rapping, rapping, rapping. You talking about that's the joint, that's, that's the, the jam. jam. Turn it up and, and do play. it again. Hey, and that's the one. Damn, I can't remember the woman's name, but her name on Instagram is like the two letter switch, and it's really dope. But you know, the girl, the woman on the song, that's the jam, that's the jam. La chat, not la chat. <laughs> So, anyways, I'll start then. I've been watching 90 Day Fiance, thanks to Crystal and Jade, who have gotten me hooked on. Do you guys watch at all? No, but I'm, I will. I'm very, I'm open. You know what's it funny? Is, I think you would actually really love it. I watched maybe two episodes of Crystal forever ago, and then Fresh had just put up that clip again. Of the, oh, my uh, God. Fresh and Lena killing me. You know the African and that white woman from Georgia, I think, mm-hmm, or Florida yeah. or somewhere? Yeah, the Nigerian dude and his girlfriend. I I'll think his nev- name was Michael. I'll never forget when Crystal showed me that episode when <laughs> she was in Africa visiting, mm-hmm. and they was at the market getting clothes. And she was like, you know, looking at the fabric, and he was like, you know, do you want, do you want to get one? And she was like, no, my, like Michael, I don't, his name was Michael. She's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to look, Michael. I don't want to look. You know, she's gonna unravel the fabric, and I'm not comfortable because you know she's overweight. Yeah. <laughs> so then he he says straight up to the woman, and they speak in English, like in front of her, like, 
you know, she's she's feels fat, so she's not going to feel comfortable. She's like, don't say that, Michael. Why would you tell her that? Why would you tell her I feel... You th- you think I'm fat? And, like, did this whole song and dance. I was like, oh, hell That no, show like. is insane. First of all, why does she give him her... A debit card uh-huh. to take money out for her because she was having trouble understanding the machine. Oh, and he took out. She asked him to take out three hundred, and he took out nine. <laughs> Tell me this: it's called ninety day fiance because mm-hmm. what? They meet online, like either on apps or I don't know. This lady in particular, that we're talking about, I met him on Facebook. Like he literally just messaged her. I think he just messaged her and told her she was beautiful. And then she was like, oh, shit, you know, she she's older, she's spam. lonely. That, I mean, and if you so look at are, are him, if these you look at his, they're like, they're meeting each other for the first time. So they're flying to these countries because all these are international connections. Oh, shit. So the okay. point is, do you want me because you want a green card or do you really genuinely feel connected to me? And so when they travel there, the viewer, us, decides, like, is this real or not? Because, oh, I'm watching this. Yeah. And yeah. Then, Are there black people on here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wonderful. He's black. He's from Nigeria. Yeah. And then she's from Georgia. But so, so she calls him like, did you steal my money? <laughs> She's like, what? No. And she country as fuck, too. So she, and so when she be like pulling up on him, like she was like, all right, so he had, he won't put his picture in my phone. And that makes me nervous because he was trying to say that, um. If you get, if as a black man in Africa, if you get caught with like a white woman's picture in your phone, they're gonna think that like which is pure bullshit. I was like, he is a finesse. And, and the friends bought like they all said this shit like they co-signed wait, wait, it. Wait, 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 because now my he interest made it seem is like it was illegal to have a white woman's picture. <laughs> <laughs> wait, and they dumbass believed. And, and so she was like, so, she, "What channel does this come on?" What channel? So I can does add this to my DVR. I think like life, not Lifetime. It's um, definitely not Lifetime. I, 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 we right. won't talk about that, that, was that too. A, that was a whole. <laughs> It's maybe weekend. it's WeTV or A&E. It might Say be WeTV. You know like, what? I'll look it up while y'all talk. Yeah. All I know is... <laughs> 90 day... 90 day... Not 90 day... day, day. 90 day... <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told her. I did not see your money. 90 day... day, day, day. It's so, on TLC. Okay, TLC. TLC. Yeah, they really be with the shit. They do. Oh you my God. have to and, watch it. It's so funny. Family by the Ton. That's that's the one that I used to watch too. But that's on like TLC. my 600 pound life. So that's like a completely different. But 90 Day Fiance was a part about it that bugs me out. And I guess this kind of ties into the social cues episode a little bit. Um, but more so, less social cues and more intuition. But do you really think you would not be able to tell? If somebody is trying to finesse you for a green card. Of course you know. Of course you know. Because these people have... There's one scene. It's actually a scene that I, I filmed. You know how I be doing that with y'all. I filmed it and sent it to Crystal and Jada. They were <laughs> screaming. Because the lady, the same one that we're talking about, she tells him, are you serious about me? Like, when I get old, are you going to wipe my ass? And he, his what? face literally just, like, dropped. You could read in his body that he was like, oh, God, like he like shivered, like thinking about it. And I sent the video to Crystal and Jay because I was like, how could she not read his body when she asked him that question? It but was see, clear as day. But see, every it's weird to watch because they all have these situations and there's always these weird dynamics at play. So it's like because she's older, you know, she is seeking a certain level of companionship. So she has to ask like shit like that to see, well, how long are you going to stay? <laughs> like pretty I much. I get it, but it's still, you know, I, no, just, it's I guess definitely... I'm, what I'm asking is like, 
Do you think that you can't see through someone trying to finesse you? You know, you can see through that immediately. And it is hard because I'll admit, you guys know I was in Cuba last year at the top of the year. And there were, there were like a lot of really beautiful men that we met and we hung out with. There was one in particular that I really, to this day, we still talk like back and forth. We're cool. It's nothing like beyond that. But when I was there, there was that moment where he was like, you know, so like, quote, so in love with me and telling the girls. And even Antoinette, shout out to Antoinette from Around the Around the Way Curls. Around she came with me to Cuba and then she ended up going back again, like later she in the year. She had met her one too? No, 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 no. This uh. is- <laughs> to give him his green card. No, no, no. She went back with another group of friends because she had had so much fun with our group and she just wanted her friends to experience it. And she hung out with him because he. No, 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 it was good because he took care of us while we were there. And so she was like, yo, I'm going to hit him up to hang out with us again and kind of, like, make sure we're good. And I was like, for, like, I forget it. It's, he's so cool. But And she told me the whole time he was talking to all of them about me. It was so uh, embarrassing because uh, when I saw her friends later, they were like, girl, what you do to that boy? <laughs> but you know what, friend? You were smart and you knew that not only do you not take sand to the beach with you, you wash it off before you go home. <laughs> so That's you can go and have a good time and meet that Cuban lover. Okay. And he was so, he's adorable. First of all, he's a dance instructor. So he oh, took us to mm. all these dance places and he, he travels the world and dances. So he's like legit. He's an amazing dancer. Um, That's he, fun. yeah. So he is awesome and he was teaching us like different dance moves and we spent the whole time dancing with him. But I just didn't, you know, I was like, there was a part of me that was like, you're so cute, and this is adorable, and I love, you know, I, we love moments. Yes. Like, I was like, in yes. Cuba, this sexy dude. <laughs> but then it was that feeling of like, but this can't live beyond this trip. Like, this you know, it. like, my brain was like, this isn't real. This That's isn't the real good life. part, though. That's why you, you can say, well, let them. me just have fun. But he was devastated because he was like, I feel like you think that I want you for a green card or, like, to bring me to the States. He's like, but I legit feel like I'm... He was like, meeting you was like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. He said that um, obviously he's never met like black Americans up until now where, you know, flights are different now. You can just go to Cuba. Remember for a long time you couldn't right, you go. Could, yeah. So he never met like black Americans until yeah. now. And then he goes, and not only are you a black American, but you're like beautiful and young and talented. He was like, you know, you're doing all these great things. He said he just felt like he hit the lottery. And he's like, how could I just, like, be like, all right, well, it was nice meeting you. Bye. He's like, I feel like I need to marry this girl. <laughs> and he I must. was like, no, you don't. <laughs> it was fun. Wow. But it was that feeling in my brain for two seconds because everyone that I was with on that trip, Antoinette included, was like, girl, like, he's great. Why wouldn't you consider him? The only reason I would tell you that it would be worth it and I don't know how you can find this out. I don't know. I don't know how you can find this out. I don't even know if I should just text you this. <laughs> if he's cut. Oh my god! What? I'm just saying, like, well, you know, well, like, well, you know. well. If what he's will cut, that do? She <laughs> see it through. Some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, a little. Well, you think you'd know if you were in a like? Let's say you went traveling somewhere. <laughs> well, you can see you because met it's covered. No, no, that's not what I'm asking. Oh. <laughs> that's not what I'm asking. I moved on to the next point, Dustin. <laughs> 
No, you Ooh. think if you have like an international Ooh. love affair, uh-huh. <laughs> would you be able to just leave it alone once the trip's done? Yes. Oh my God, Asante. Yes, <laughs> yes, because you know that. Let's be clear, right? Dude, Not yes in a way of like fuck savage. people and emotional connections and ignoring that. <laughs> Yes, in a sense of you travel, you know, for a living, essentially. You're always on the road. You're right. constantly meeting new people and taking new people in. So you don't have to bank it all on that one experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. okay. I think that you didn't have an overwhelming pull or desire to to, to see it further than you did. Because had you had that? Well, I did. But you, but it then, wasn't but strong then there enough. Was, right. Then there was, I think, the realistic part that was like, so what are you going to do, date someone in Cuba? Which, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they got Wi-Fi now. Not really. And you got to be wealthy. Only... Yeah, but he don't live in a hotel. Filter one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. But that's the thing, too. Like, he is a dance instructor. He doesn't make a ton of money. You can change that, though, because you know how to brand that nigga and take him around the world. You know. You know one of his friends told him that. He was like, she's on the internet, too. She could probably, like, blow up your brand. I was like, yeah, I got to be careful because you're giving him all kinds of, like, you know, more fuel to go harder. And he's to this day, he hasn't really let it go, but he understands that, like, I'm not interested, so we can be cool. But I just, I don't know. That show makes me sad. Would you go see him again in Cuba? Absolutely. <laughs> I totally would because he's awesome. He's just one of those guys that is just fun. What to about be around. him was so? What about him made him that exciting for you? Well, when I saw him, we were on the street, and he walked past with a group of friends, and it was that immediate like, yeah. "Who's that?" Like you that felt feeling. It. You felt and it. And then he did the same. We mutually made the like, "Ooh, face." And that's cool when it's mutual, you know, because mm-hmm. you're like, OK, we're both excited to have passed, you know, each other. And so we, he came up to us and was like, what are you guys looking for? Because he could see that we were lost. <laughs> and we told him we were trying to find this club and it wasn't working out. And he was like, just come with me. It and was nighttime. Yeah, it was late <sighs> at night. Right. And the, it, what happened was that we had missed the club. Like, it had closed or something. Not closed. The doors closed at one point, and so you can't get in past because mm-hmm. it's at capacity pretty early. It's, like, a popular club. But he knew somebody. No, no, no. Oh. He was like, don't go there anyways. That's for tourists. I'll take you to, like, you know, a local spot where, like, people are really mm-hmm. dancing. Like, not no touristy shit. And so, of course, I was like, he could kill us and take us to a fucking abandoned building. Like, we don't but know. But fine. <laughs> So what happened? Well, no, it was that we all looked at each other like, oh, we can God. either be stupid and yeah. not go or be stupid and go. Either way, it's like, what are we going to choose? And everybody was drunk and was like, let's, let's just go. go. <laughs> That's right. That's motherfucking right. Right. And so we just went anyways. What was cool about it was he wasn't on me talking to me at all. He actually walked ahead of us a little bit by himself. And Smart. his friends were, I know. That's the way. I was like, okay, he knows what he's doing. Right. Uh, And his friends talked to us, but he was kind of like leading the way and on his phone and kind of just walking. And normally I'm like, that's that corny game dudes play where they're like, I'm ignoring you (laughs) so you can be more interested in me. Or for some reason it works. Or sometimes it's, you know, let me get away and get space so that, you know, that we can talk. If she's interested, she'll come up and talk. Because, you know, you don't want to be pressed. You don't want to be pressed, right? Right. Exactly. You want to be led in. Yeah. So he didn't talk to us the whole way. And then when we finally get to the spot, 
This is the thing they'll warn you that the Cuban dudes will be all sweet and charming. This is not just in Cuba. This is anywhere. Okay. Really. And I then, see you broke they, down palace. Right. And then they get you to pay for everything for them and their homies because they know you got money, you know? And that's so we kind of had that in our heads. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're ordering hella bottles. And I was like, oh, they janking us right now. And then he paid for everything. Yeah. In the end. And I was like, wow. hmm, okay, noted. Wow. And even the, our uh, guide from Cuba was like, wow, girl. She was like, he paid for everything. You have no idea how much money that kid just spent. She was like, that was probably like his fucking monthly salary, you know, because they don't make a lot of money. Wow. And so <sighs> she was like, that's just a lot. And all the girls after that were like, girl, talk to him. So we walk. We went for a walk after we left, and we walked ahead, and that's when we finally started Did you connecting. hold his hand? No. <laughs> were his nails clipped? They were. He's very well groomed. You would love him. He's a very Dustin type. Like he oh. had like the the nice dress shoes and like everything was just well curated. I'm on his side. Beautiful skin, teeth. I'm rooting her. Nails. Coons for Cuba. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for him. The funny thing is, he's not my type in the sense that I don't really go for like pretty boys like yeah, that. You guys know what children. I I like fucking. Ghostface killer. <laughs> <laughs> but he's pretty and he done danced his way right into your heart. He did. He had that charisma that it took to win you over. Yes. He did. And we had fun. We danced the whole night while we were in there. He was showing oh, and So he's stuff. a dance instructor, so yes. he knew just where so to he... hold you when he turned mm-hmm. you. Yes. Mm. Ole. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cute. But I knew better. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to like date you. Like That would be weird. I just In my brain, it just didn't make sense. I learned okay. that lesson because I've done it before when I lived in Brazil. And that was a massive lesson. I tried to take a fantasy, a temporary fantasy and turn it into a permanent reality. And that shit crashed and burned because it's just we were forcing something that was meant to be a season. And I learned from that. Let things be seasons. Have fun. It's a, it's a whirlwind romance. And then just keep it moving once it's done. Yep. You know? But on that show... It's just really sad because these people's hearts get, like, so dead set on these people, and then they end up getting played. That's either going to be sad or hilarious. <laughs> now I'm going to go to Asante for consultation. <laughs> Am I going to laugh at the people or you're going to be sad? You're going to laugh You're definitely going to laugh. Okay. Like, even going back to the And I'm talking about the... at, not with. <laughs> no, you're definitely going <laughs> to laugh. Who do okay. you think Dustin would laugh at the most? I think the Nigerian and lady from Georgia. Yes, just because Does uh, she have blonde hair? Yes. You know what? Let me pull up this clip When she was to going right to Nigeria now, her... like before she left her friends bought her a cake that was the Nigerian flag. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, these are all like old white women in Georgia. She was like, Nigeria! <laughs> and she brought him a MAGA hat. What? Yes. Yep. Nothing's funny anymore. <laughs> She brought that man a MAGA but hat that, in but, Nigeria and told honestly, him that she can't wait for him to meet her president. Oh, I'm over the show now, and but I hope honestly, he takes her for everything. I was about she to say, had. honestly, that's well, what makes did. it that's what makes it funnier to he watch. Took her nine hundred dollars out. Like that's cap. him. Oh, okay. and then you see the white woman. And of course, this is a video from Fresh Alina's yep. account. Shout <laughs> out to Fresh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I literally went to hashtag from fresh with love to find this particular clip to show because she fuck her fifty two years old Angela. <laughs> Angela. She looks like a deep freezer. 
Oh my God. Wow, it got the nerve to have a ponytail with a piece on the side. <laughs> Voting for MAGA, but wants to have sex with a Nigerian African man. Okay. Right? Yeah, let me and- let me get my let me get, find some time to hate watch. <laughs> Upon <laughs> upon arriving in Georgia, Angela tried to use her debit card and found that her bank account was empty. Ha ha, bitch. That's a MAGA hoe. And then they brought Michael out there. That shit was Yo, fun. he literally yeah. left her a dollar in her Good. account. Good. She shouldn't have left that. He should have overdrawn it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you know what? I forgot about the other couple. Okay, so there's a, a black dude who's only in the Filipino women. Uh-huh. Um, do you know this other couple? Did you hear him rapping? I did not make it that far. Oh, it's, the, it's Tarek and Hazel. Hazel Lee on this show? No, hell no, not Hazel Lee. But um, he's he went Look to go her. visit the family. <laughs> she's not Filipino. She's Filipino. Is it? I hate to oh, be. Oh, she offensive. is. Is yeah. it Filipino? It says it. No, but she. Well, I think she is Filipino. Cause they like show her with her family, and her family's like I got super religious. Look. She just had red hair from a fire, and really, you know, she looked like a redheaded white girl from a fire. <laughs> He, but then when they got close up, I would say she's Filipino. He rapped for her and everything. And wait, and the producer asked her, did you like the rap? And she was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going to fuck that card up. Get yeah. it. I'm rooting for all the people who want the green card. I need to watch and this. And when I tell you she she's you going against her family. Yeah, I, want, I hope they get green cards and the money. She's going against her whole family because her family's super religious and they only really want her to date, um, you know, oh, some good for her. Somebody's the same. So she's like rebelling a little bit. To freedom, bitch. <laughs> good for you. I like, know that's right. Have like, y'all ever dated someone foreign? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess if they were here, that's. But people still need green cards. You never dated someone that you've been like, hmm. I used to. I used to date. (laughs) Go ahead. I I met somebody one time who. This is when I lived in Detroit, (laughs) and the person was actually from Kuwait, and he was a swimmer. He was here on like a swimmer scholarship. Um. Yeah, and we had a really good time in Detroit. Mm. That was back in the day, though. Kuwait. How was that though? Exciting. Exciting as fuck for real, and like it was just great. I'm I'm here for foreign love. It was great. Yes, me too. You know, I mean, fuck it. You know what I'm saying. (laughs) But would you marry someone foreign? Um, if the love was strong and relevant, yeah, and they they knew how to dance to the beat and not the words. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes. Can you catch up hair on the back of the baby's neck and braid it? Yes. You don't mind accents, like heavy accents, if this is not their, if English isn't their first language. No, I don't give a fuck about that because I can understand we can talk to each other. You know what I mean? I'll learn their language and then hopefully they can speak fluent enough English where I can understand them. Right. As long as we can, like, this is my meter, right? When it comes to the whole language barrier thing, can we get on the same page and cuss somebody out together oh as a team. God, you know what really? I'm saying? Like, mm. you know, if you're on a date and some shit get thick, are we going to be able to be like, both like, what the what, fuck? Yeah, you got to get uh, your ass. Uh, 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 like, if we can do that, <laughs> What a measure it. of love. <laughs> you know, as we need to be able to communicate to that point. That's really real, But what though. if they need a green card? You won't have, like, in the back of your mind, like, is this really love? Or are you just trying to stay in the States? I would, I personally, like the way I make my decisions and stuff, I would never be that easily persuaded by no. something like that. No, because if anything, I'm going to be trying to get something from your ass first. <laughs> so, so definitely not. And second of all, I mean, 
if I decided that that's what they was doing and I didn't give a fuck, I would help them get the green card. Shit. I would be, my thing would be like, we can keep it real about this shit. That's my thing too. If you want a green card, holler at me. Let's have fun. I know what we're doing. And then we can have that. And if that turned into something else, then that's another conversation. But you know, it's tricky too. Because it happened to my aunt. She met this man in a foreign country and they fell in love. Mind you, my aunt is beautiful. This man is beautiful. But here's the thing. When they come to the States, especially if it's like a brand new experience for them, I think it's hard for you to expect. Yeah. Even if the, let's say the intention was really pure. Like they genuinely fucked with you. They weren't trying to get you for a green card. But like this is a new life. Like totally a new, new chapter, new city, new people. So what happened to my aunt is that when my uncle moved to the States with her, he was like, hold up. Right. <laughs> like, Fuck and you. And that's real. And I felt bad because obviously it's a fucked up situation because she had her heart set. She worked hard to get him over here. It's really expensive. It's a lot of paperwork, a lot of years of waiting. Uh, they did end up having kids together too, which made it extra complicated. But when he moved here, he was so hyped. He was like, look at all these women, the job opportunities, nightlife. You know, he started getting kind of like saucy with his clothing. Working out. Working out. (laughs) Eating good. Uh Obviously, it's a different financial situation once he got a job here and had groceries and like, you know, and he just was a different person. And he left behind that quote unquote third world experience. And she was devastated. But I sort of felt like. I get it, but, like, also... Can you, you get it. You know, yeah. like, could you imagine? This is a new life. Yeah. And, and that kind of freedom, like, you can't... It's just like preacher's kids. You know what I'm saying? How people keep them so sheltered. And then right. they go off to college and lose their fucking minds. You know what I'm saying? And underwear. <laughs> so that's why, you know, you have to be realistic with your expectations of people being able to handle new environments. Right. Because we're just... It's our human nature to make different choices when we have more choices available. Right. You know, and you can't have unrealistic expectations of that that's why you bring the ass over here and then date Mm -hmm. like okay you get it set up you win win you look like the person that's too cool to be bothered and or care and show feelings and also you get to help them you get to literally mold the clay set them up with a good job room potential for growth you know what i'm saying make sure that they're a dedicated person watch how they work watch them in the dating space always be the friend be there watch them in the dating space making dumbass decisions and tell you meet me at the bar with your dumb ass i'll meet your stupid ass at the bar y'all have drinks and stuff you know and after years of that you guys end up coming together as a unit, as lovers, you know, in bed, out of bed, just coming together, period. Right. And then you find the true love, but you got to be able to play the long game for that. Right. So I mean, if that's question. the case, if that's the situation. Point being, it's a lot you take on when you get in a situation where you're dating somebody that has that sort of angle. Even if you feel like you're okay with that, you really have to be okay with that. It takes focus. <laughs> But Over the years, when I've uh, when I first moved to New York, I dated somebody that actually was um, I, I think in need of a green card. I'm not entirely mm, sure their their full situation. Spicy, but um, I've dated several types of people like that, and I think New York is so interesting because there are spectrums of people. Like I used to date this black dude from Germany, 
And he actually knew that he, you know, he was going to leave at some point. So we used to just go out on dates. And I usually didn't, I didn't like to get to know people because I hate losing people. But I also took it as a challenge when I was dating this dude because I was like, all right, well, I know he's going to leave. And I'm, I shouldn't look at time as a factor. Mm, I should just look at it as we should just enjoy whatever time we're having together. And we still can meet each other whenever later on in life. It's just whatever it is. And so we used to just go out, have a good ass time all of the time. Then one day he told me he was leaving and I wasn't even sad about it. We were just like, cool. Like, you know, it was great. Like meeting you, like it was a bomb ass time. And every once in a while he'll send me a picture where he is. And because I travel so much, I send him pictures too. So it was like cool to like meet a friend. So like maybe one day we'll be in the same city together and settle Aww. down or something. Not that I think that we'll even be romantic like that, but, but it was cool. Cute. Yeah, it's just cool to like have connections and like do stuff like that with people and them not make you feel like, well, um, time's ticking, you know, there's pressure here. Like, you know, if you better lock me down or else I'm going to move or shit like that or, or else I got to go back to where I'm coming from. So it was, there's been different situations. That's so I can't so help you with cute. your green card. Well, I can help you with your black card. <laughs> if you want to date and learn about, you know, black Here music, soul food, you know what I'm saying? Um, things of that nature, crown royal bags, you know what I'm saying? Things like that, I'm your man. <laughs> green card, no. Black card, yes. <laughs> you know, I saw someone tweet the other day. I was actually pretty surprised by the responses. Um, it was like one of those viral tweets that had like 100,000 retweets. But someone asked, would you rather never experience love at all? Or if someone said this is going to be like the love of your life, but you only have them for six months, which option would you choose? And er almost everyone chose to never experience it. they rather not experience it and not have to lose it than to experience it and have to lose it. I'd rather get them six months out the way. <laughs> I'd like to be on the front end with shit. So I'd rather get the six months out the way and then go on and live my life. So you would take the risk yeah, just to, to experience it. Day, month five, day, tw day 30, to freedom! <laughs> I'm telling you, and that's it. I'm good. <laughs> What about you? I feel like that's a risk I take a lot of the time when talking to people any damn way. Like, you know, you never really know the expiration date on how long you're going to like a person, love a person, any of that shit. So I always, like, that is a risk that I, usually when I'm running any fucking way, I'm still, like, taking a risk and, like, talking or staying. So I would definitely do it. I definitely feel like I have done it. And I don't look at things like, all right, six months from now, this shit's probably, or I do look at things like six months from now, this shit probably might not even work out, but let's just see where we at today, shit. And if we can have a good day today, then fuck it, tomorrow's going to be cool too. Because, you know, if it ends bad, then you wake up mad and you start in a whole bad cycle, but if you could just, like, end it good somehow and yeah, just keep putting that forward. it's not an ending of, like, you know, this is just something tragic happened. It's an ending of we had an agreement that it was going to be for this time frame. Maybe they lived somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and across the world. And obviously that would be really hard to have a long distance relationship where you're That's like in different time zones. Bye, going to month seven. <laughs> I ain't got time. I'm just like, that's it. But I was surprised to see how many people underneath were like, I couldn't. Like, my heart can't take that. And it just seems like so, people are so fearful. Like, they just don't want to be hurt. They like, must nobody have never had their be heart nobody, broken before. Or they have too many times and they just, the thought of experiencing again right. has them freaking out. I the get better out. the more I do stuff. It's taking so long to perfect certain sexual techniques, oh. um, focuses within my personal work, ethic, things like that. That mm -hmm. takes time. So heartbreak is another thing that after you do it once or twice, you know, you figure it out, okay. 
And so I would rather just have six months of the best love I've ever I had. I know. In my that's why I'm right. like, you would rather not know what that feels like because yeah. you can't own it. You learn so much more about yourself afterwards, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like in every love you experience, you grow to some degree. So even after you lose it, like, you've still changed. You still have gained something. Like, as opposed to just never experiencing that and being cold for the rest of your life, like, you become unaffected by all sorts of shit. Right. And I love what you said about the fact that in reality, we don't know how long any relationship is going to last. So in a way, all relationships have a certain expiration date. You just aren't privy to that information. However long you feel like being around or however long I feel like wanting you around or however long we feel like... We'll always be up in the air. And so I think it's funny that people... With knowing, like someone's telling you this is the date, it's over. That makes them more fearful than jumping into a relationship and not knowing. You know I'm a wild optimist, right? Like I'm a wild optimist. I'll be like, you know, if somebody I didn't know you was an eye doctor. <laughs> oh my God. I, I need one. But I'm blind in both eyes. Okay. An optimist. <laughs> I didn't know you was an eye doctor. I didn't know you had been to the uh, medical school. Okay. Jesus Look, be optimist. That is amazing, Asante. <laughs> I wish I was. Shit, I could fix my damn self. Um, but I really think that you know, if you end up in a situation where someone like has cancer or something like that, and it's like, all right, this person only has three months to live. I still want to love as hard as I can for whatever the three months are because that, that might push them three to six or whatever you know what I'm saying because right. the more that you harp on losing some shit like you're taking all the fun out of it the magic the beauty like the present the time of like your life which is then and you're now you're supposed to be enjoying it yeah, which and is most why people we... do that in relationships anyways they spend so much time worried about losing the person yeah. that like, they're not present oh, and enjoying the change. person you're changing things with that thought like, just, like you're creating that change right then and there when you're thinking that stuff and that's why, like, I used to, these are, I can't even believe this. I have to hit this nigga up now when I leave. But when I used to go out to dinner with this dude, we used to just, like. The German dude? Yeah, we Cute. used to just, like, we used to, like, go out to places, like, listen to music, have good-ass food. Because he, he wasn't familiar with a lot of different shit. So I was, like, taking him out to, like, different cuisines and shit like that. We did Korean barbecue together, all sorts of shit. Sweet. And we used to just talk and, like, t- talk about, like, black shit here and there. He would show me labels, his family, like, all sorts of stuff. And I wasn't thinking to myself, like, like me sometimes would be like, damn, I'm learning all this shit about somebody that I'm not even going to know 10 years from now, blah, blah, blah. I was just thinking in that moment, like, how fun it was, like, how much he loved his sisters. That's and, how we should be. I'm yeah. learning to be that way because I, I have to admit I'm not that way. I've said to you on plenty of occasions, you wearing that hat is so powerful for me to see. Right. Because it just it's a reminder to me to be like, you know what, in every situation. What does her hat say? Be here now. <laughs> this is my this is my <laughs> mantra now because Make I'm America. I'm playing. honestly not great at it in relationships. I am very Psh. possessive in the sense that if I like fall, it's because I don't fall for people often. Right. So if I do happen to fall for you, I take it so seriously because it's like I don't feel this way a lot. I meet a lot of beautiful men, talented. Uh, you amazing. do. <laughs> I have sex. You really do. I, I, like, aren't I blessed? The guys know because they be seeing it happen. You know, nice trips. I'm very blessed with the people that I pull, but I will admit, a lot of the times I just don't feel the same way, and yeah. so on the off chance that I do, I get stuck. Like I'm like, uh, like I, you have to be mine, and I, and I'm learning like. No one has to be yours, you know? Like, let go. If it works, it works. And so that's, I think, what I'm learning as I'm getting older. Like, let things be a season. You know, that's what I think the thing in Cuba was so beautiful because the old me would have tried to make something work. Like, we're going to figure out how to get you to the States. But the older me was like, this is fun now. 
for the time of meeting you. Heartbreak is something. Heartbreak. 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 All of that. But heartbreak is something that I think is a is it is your challenge, right? Like when you like, you know, like I experienced heartbreak, right? Okay. And so I felt like at this point in my life, that shit, like that feeling, your job as your job as like the person going through the heartbreak is to get through it and to ch- to redefine like your outlook on the experience you had with that person. Right. So I felt like that sting and that pain and shit because it's really real deal. Like if you if so you're a bad. person that means what you say, it's literally like grieving someone. It's a death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so through that, like it's a lot of sadness. You miss them, whatever. But if you really learn something from the situation, your job is to work through those feelings. And so I learned like so much about myself, Amen. about um, all kinds of shit. And that is what you get back out of everything that you put into the situation. You know what I'm saying? So heartbreak is to me something that's temporary because your job it gives you a job. Literally, like okay. This is how things are. This is the way that you've been made to feel because of this situation. The work is to get through it. You're physically being stretched. What are you going to do? Yeah. And so you you figure it out. Um, and and there, it, it really gives you an opportunity to make yourself better in a lot of ways because you can pour yourself into certain things that you see a benefit from. So heartbreak, although terrible and a very, you know, Republican feeling experience, <laughs> mm. it could, it can, you know, birth some really great changes and, and strides in your life in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And you know, one, one last thing too, that I'll say about heartbreak that I've learned. Remember I told you guys that advice that my ex, one of my exes had given me when I, we became friends after and talking about the heartbreak. I'll just repeat it for people who are newer to the show. And I asked him, you know, what steps did you take to get over me? What was your process? And he was like, I did everything that you used to do for me. I did everything that caused that withdrawal of, like, friends not here anymore. I just did it myself. Mm. Because he said what it it highlighted and kind of amplified for him was where he needed to pour into himself to not need anyone. Mm. So, if anything, I kind of just showed him where he was lacking, kind of falling short on himself. And he was like, and that was the best lesson because once he figured that out and poured in, he was like, I honestly didn't feel the same, you know, pull and sadness. Like, I was like, okay, good. That was what I needed to learn from that. And I've honestly taken that with me. Like, that's amazing because everyone that I've been with, I can kind of see, like, the cool parts about them. Then I'm like, you know, like when my ex was so, so fun, he was so playful and he always wanted to be out and doing stuff. And I'm more of a homebody and kind of laid back and chill. <laughs> and what I missed about him was that playfulness. But now I, I just incorporated more playfulness into my life. You see what I mean? Like mm-hmm. now I hang out with you guys or I'll go with the girls and we'll go to like color factory and museums. And yeah. I'm just making sure that fun is a priority. Cause I realized that that's what I miss about him. The fun we used to have It's not so yeah. much him, but it's the experiences of our dynamic, yes. like who we were to each other. And so now that I am that for me, it's like, okay, every every experience kind of stretches you into, like, a better version of yourself if you choose to see that as right. opposed to the bitterness and the sadness and what you, quote, unquote, lost and what they did to you. I could 
I could list that all day if I wanted to, but I'd rather focus on how I stretched for the better because that's just going to get me to a better place. True. With better people. True. <clears throat> better people for me, I should say. Because it don't mean better. Better people. <laughs> no, better for me. Better suited people for me. But, yeah, so... Dustin, you got to watch 90 Day Fiance because... I'm going to watch it so I can hate watch for that fat Republican <laughs> bitch that I saw on there. No, we want you to add her to You your... want me to add her? No. Oh, I would... I, you know, if I'm getting a friend co-signed to add no, that... No, no, add that add, We want you to add 90 Day Fiance to, to the your TV, TV segment. segment. Oh, okay. I can do we that, Because we have... Too. This, is, this show is just too good. Oh, Lord. It's too good. So that's it for this week's uh, Off the Cuff. Very random. Oh, yeah. We went from dating foreigners to heartbreak. <laughs> Support for today's show also comes from Every Plate. Experience full plates and fuller wallets with Every Plate, America's best value meal kit. Enjoy amazing chef designed meals for just $4.99 per serving, delivered right to your door. At $4.99, one meal is the same price as one cup of coffee. Every plate dinners are the cheaper, healthier alternative to takeout or delivery, and recipes come together in about 30 minutes, faster than a trip to the grocery store. They do the meal planning, shopping, and preparing for you, and provide easy-to-follow recipes that take the stress and guesswork out of dinner time. Less time deciding what to cook means more time spent enjoying good time with family. Every Plate's recipes come with everything already pre-measured, so you'll never worry about buying more ingredients than you need. Get meals that you'll enjoy and your bank account will love with Every Plate. Speaking of your bank account loving it, you save so much money using Every Plate. And for me, it's like the double whammy, you know, that I need as someone who enjoys dating, right? Not only can I treat you to a gourmet meal, right? I save money and I cooked it, as far as you need to know. You know what I'm saying? So it's just such a useful tool in the lives of so many across the lands. Um, and so for 50% off your first box of Every Plate, go to everyplate.com and enter code FRIENDZONE. 50% off is like getting two dinners for one cup of coffee. So go to everyplate.com and enter code FRIENDZONE for 50% off. Yo, first box of Every Plate now. Thanks again to Talkspace for their continued support of the FriendZone podcast. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Remember, therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code zone and Talkspace.com slash zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Okay. Very quickly, let's jump into this week's wellness segment. (laughs) 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 I bet you looked at him like that. Why? Why did you do that? Have you retired from the song? Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, less is more. I'm learning that <laughs> as I as I as I get a little older. So what's the how what's the new transition for the wellness segment? 
Ain't none. Just, you know, your, your ear moves from one section of the conversation <laughs> to the next. That's it. They don't need I trust the audience. They they don't need that from us anymore. Well, me and Ty will come up with, like, a sound. Yeah, maybe. we do a little sound bite. Maybe, well, I'll, maybe I'll do a sound bite. A wind chime. Ty, give us a wind chime. You don't even have to edit this part. Us and the audience can see the transition yeah. of the new segment. Give All us right, a, like, a very... Okay, so let's get into the wellness segment. Then be... Oh, wait, that's a xylophone. <laughs> oh, I was trying. I was actually doing a heart. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. So let's jump into this week's wellness segment. So when I was at Kia and Jade's Getting Grown show, Getting Grown live in New York. Shout out to them because it was amazing. Yes, they had a vendor, which is very cool. I love that they were using their platform to highlight up and coming creatives. Yes. And so the vendor was selling this oil called well, her company's called Zen in a Jar. And it says, affordable luxury for the mind, body, and space. And you guys know, I was like, oh, hold on. This is completely <laughs> my see what she's talking about. You know, it's a <laughs> table full of body oils. And she calls it body honey, which already I was like, yes. sold. Um, so the bottle that I happened to pick up was called Forever. And it's a mixture of lavender, sandalwood, and vanilla. And what I love about the oil is that you can actually see. Do you see that? The mm-hmm. pieces of lavender floating mm-hmm. in it and the flower petals. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I smelled it and I was like, girl. Don't put that bottle by me. It's not going to make it back <laughs> to your house. I was like, you are onto something fantastic because it smells so good. Like a lot of people make oils and a lot of people make butters. It's, you know, the DIY scene is very big, especially with the natural beauty community so uh, you know off and on I'll smell stuff that I'll be like okay this is cool but this one though she had me and I was like I need to buy this right now and I bought it on the spot and then Jade happened to see my bottle and was like oh my god me and Tristan been fighting over hours (laughs) (laughs) he bought some but she's been using it then XD was like oh girl I have like three bottles of that Kia told me she had just bought another one Dang. that has like mango. So the fact that all of us have the bottle, yeah, she said there's a Let mango. Let me get some one. of this blessing oil then. I'm okay. Go get me uh, some. Okay. <laughs> so, of course, I am, um, when we had our last two shows, I think, yeah. Um, people were hugging me and being like, oh my God. Oh, even, like, every, right on. I, on yes. Listen. No bullshit. Like, everybody in the line kept saying, like, oh, yes. you smell so good. Everyone on the line, when they would hug me, uh, would say that. And obviously, I had this mixed in with a little bit my Kumba made, which is what I use every single day. And it's the frankincense and myrrh. You can grab it at Whole Foods. So I kind of do my own mixture of the two, just because I have to be wearing frankincense and myrrh. That's just my signature yeah. scent. And I ain't just... no whole finna smell like you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just kind of my personal combination. Um, but this oil, first of all, not only does it smell good, but it's actually really healing. Like, mm. my skin looks so nice. If you look in the most recent pictures, you can go on my Instagram and see the pictures I've been tagged in because I haven't really been posting. Um, you can see my skin just looks really nice. Okay. <laughs> It looks supple, you know, yes. like supple and your is the skin best just a glow like pepper light. <laughs> just looks really supple, and it gives your skin like a nice serumy look, like just Ooh. just really nice. Yes. So I'm I'm a huge <laughs> fan of it. <laughs> you guys have to grab it. So I posted it. This is what I was gonna say. I posted it on my IG stories to let people know because they were asking about it. So I was like, this is what I posted. And then people were messaging me like she doesn't have it on her site. Uh, Dustin's putting it on. <laughs> Isn't it good? Man, this shit smell good. Don't friend. that smell like heaven? Hell yeah. And I can only smell out one nostril today. <laughs> 
I'm gonna need me. And some the of beauty that. of it is obviously oils with scents yeah. are gonna be different in everyone's body chemistry. Yes. I'm gonna need me. So some your of body that. is gonna turn it into mm-hmm. whatever your body's gonna turn it yes. into, which is kind of nice. Um, Remember that in case you like, you smell familiar. I'm like, oh, my right. body chemistry, it smells different. Yeah, okay. and honestly, let's be real too. Some people might smell it and be like, <laughs> I don't like it, you know, but like, I can't. We're not going to smell the same when we wear things. That's just the reality. For period. Oh, God. <laughs> but So when I posted it, people were messaging me like, oh, she doesn't have it on her site. And I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't know that. Like, I thought, you know, right. this is what you guys asked. I was hoping that you guys could just easily grab it. Um, but she posted it today on her Instagram saying that she's like, okay, we're going to go live with 200 bottles. And you guys went ham. And y'all took the 200 bottles away. <laughs> you guys went ham, of course, and sold her out, which is a blessing. I appreciate that you guys trust me that much. Uh, and bought her out. I think she actually said she posted 220 bottles. Now she on her Quavo. Working me. Hey, <laughs> working me. But she did say that she is going to re-up and restock at the top of next week. So if you go on her site, which is zijluxury.com, which is zen in a jar, luxury.com, you click under the tab that says honey, and you'll see that she has a section where it says botanical infused bath and body honey. She says it's a moisturizing blend of vitamin E, avocado, and grapeseed oils that's then combined with organic, hello, edible blooms (laughs) from K-squared Flowers in Washington, D.C. So this is a Washington, D.C.-based company. Black-owned, black woman. I'm pulling up. The blooms are not only a lovely garnish, they also enhance the honey with their natural healing powers. She says you can use it in the bath as a moisturizer for your skin and, you guys, even in your hair. Yeah, I love that. So the ones that she has right now are the one that I have, which is called Forever, and it's the lavender, sandalwood, vanilla. She also has one called Love, which is peach and rose, and then pink cashmere, which is jasmine, coconut, and vanilla. I don't see the mango one that Kia was saying. Maybe if you guys message her, she'll bring it back. Okay. Don't message Kia. I mean, messages in the jar. <laughs> Kia's right. going to kill me. Like, girl, what? <laughs> right. Why are these people messaging me about this mango bun? Right. This so right now, one? like I said, the whole thing's sold out. Thank you guys for being so dope. Um, It's fourteen fifty per bottle. A little goes a long way because my bottle is almost about 75% full still, and I've been using the hell out of it. Um. So wait till Monday when she brings it back around. Send her love. But either way, go message her. Her Instagram is Zen in a Jar. And tell her we sent you. Thank you to Key and Jade for putting me on. And Zen in a Jar, I hope you do well because you are onto something amazing. This it's is multi-purpose great oil, and I'm about to see how multi the purposing is. <laughs> and that's it for this okay. week. Talking about a Yelp review. <laughs> And actually, that'll be the black business tied into the wellness segment. Hey. 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 Even though y'all can't get that oil. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> next week. But, you know, support is support. Okay. Just a little delayed. Thanks again to Audible for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. What would it look like if we all listened more? Listening to audiobooks motivates us, inspires us, and even brings us closer together. Let's get closer Closer than close, closer than most. For our audience, Audible is offering a free audiobook when you start a 30-day trial. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Just go to audible.com slash friend 
or text FRIEND to 500-500 and browse their unmatched selection of audio content. Start your 30-day trial. Download an audiobook for free and start listening. It's that easy. There's no better place to listen than Audible because now Audible members get even more exclusive audio fitness programs, audiobooks, Audible originals, and more. And now with Audible originals, you can experience even more custom content made exclusively for Audible members. Um, if you go on audible.com, they have Crazy Rich Asians, which I love the film. It's narrated by Lin Chen. That's my pick right now. I'm so in love with that story, and it was just such a good time. Um, it really felt good, and reading is something that's supposed to be fun any damn way, even if you're listening to it. So with that being said, every month, as an Audible member, you get one good credit, earn one credit good for any audiobook you choose, plus two Audible originals from a changing selection that you can't get anywhere else. Audible members also get access to audio fitness and health workout created exactly and exclusively for Audible. Didn't like your audiobook? With Audible's great listen guarantee, you can exchange it for another title anytime. No questions asked. I love those three words. Plus, your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial at audible.com slash friend. Or text FRIEND to 500-500. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash FRIEND. Or text FRIEND to 500-500. You can do it with audiobooks, and you can do it with Audible. You can do it, baby. Do it tonight. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Asante, Mr. Music, man. What you got for us this week? I have a lot of random shit to cover. Um, before we cover, I wanted to pick up where we left off with the Black Eyed Peas because that's how high I was. Um, so the woman that I was talking about, her name is Kim Hill. And I remembered her because her Instagram was him, kill, which I thought was so cool. Oh, cute. But uh, yeah, that's why I just wanted to pick that up. And then I also wanted to talk about a bunch of, some of the new music that's come out. I haven't had a chance to listen to all of it. Um, I wanted to start off with Ella May. Um, Ella May's debut project uh, EP is out, self-titled Ella May. It is a 16-track project. Um, I had the pleasure of listening to it. Um, I think I just finished listening to it today because I want to listen to some other things. But I liked the, I liked the bulk of the project. I wasn't kind of sure how I was going to receive it because of some of the singles. But um, I'm an LMA fan, so that's why I had to stick through and see where it was going to go. She does a lot of cool different sounds than what she's been doing in the past. Some of the things that we've heard have been things that she's been putting out to make herself known and established. So it's a good first project to really show show people where she's at. I was really digging the tracks that she had um, with her, Gut Feeling. That was one of my favorites. And then um, there's a track called Own It. And then she also has a track called um, Naked, the bonus track. I don't remember if Naked came out beforehand or... Naked's old. It's actually yeah. one of her good songs. Yeah, I was like, I remember Naked being something that I heard before. And so when she put that on as a bonus track, I thought it was dope that she put that on there. Because that was one of her more honest moments that people might have forgotten about. Uh-huh. So it was a good way to remind people that, like, you know, people that have been fans, this is the type of music that I've been making. So I want y'all to <laughs> know I'm still going to be true to that moving forward. I do like Shot Clock. Yes, I, I really, think that, that song is the one that caught me. And that's I've what been inspired playing. them um, basketball short-ass suit pants she had on at the uh, <laughs> American Music Awards. Her, her, the pants to her suit fit like basketball shorts. Really? So what? Shot Clock inspired that. Oh, my 
her outfit God. choice at night. <laughs> she had on basketball pants, a mint green dinner suit. To me, that's a standout track. Can I tell you? So you know how I don't know if you remember, but I've talked about her in the past, like forever ago. Cause she, yeah, because you used to call her LMI. Right, I used to call her LMI because it looked like my tie. So I, right, I, everybody L- thought that was her L- name. L- mm-hmm. LMI tie. She should have just let that be L-M-I her name. <laughs> no, but um, no, you know, she got to I mean, need some respect for her name. So she part oh. of the Ten Summers. You know, everybody had. We have to do, go with this with everybody. I feel like with rappers, we got to go through this with R and B male singers. You know, shout out to Black. So you know, she's had to have her moment to correct us. So you know. Now I have to move in and walk forward with the truth of what her name is. <laughs> um, so with that said, going back to the older stuff, I think that it was really dope that, um, or no, not dope. I'm so sorry. This is where I was going to go left. I I said this before when I talked about her. I, I And I know this is artist preference, but I hate when people do that talking at the end of tracks. I saw a lot of people saying and, that on Twitter. But you know, I said that before this came out because mm-hmm. she did that on all of her EPs like, and it was like a lot of the tracks and I was like damn, like, okay, we get that you're trying to tell the story. Maybe she's trying to make it like her signature. Mm. I kind of like it. I like it to a certain degree. I just don't need it all of the time. Right. Like, and, and that, like, if she did it, maybe, you know what? It's a narration. If, but I don't need it no, gives me you, Millie Jackson vibes, and she kind of looked like a young Millie Jackson a little bit. <laughs> you know what would make me like it? And this is just me personally. She don't got to do shit or give a fuck about what I'm saying. I really wish that there were better visuals or more stronger visuals to tie in with these little stories that she's you doing. Did on say these... you hate her videos. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> she needs to make it. stronger videos. Like, <laughs> and it. I know this is something that's going for real. Look, I did. I'm sorry. That's the way that came <laughs> Because... And I, I mean, know she's he, new, and I know she's new. So it's like these are things that like I know have to come with time or team and development. But it's like I'm looking at some of these things. I'm like, damn, I wish that th- like this really could have knocked it out, or this right. really could have. You see the p- room for p- the potential. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you talking on these tracks, you, you know, you doing all this talking, which I hate. So it's like you could shut me up by at the very least having these cute videos where it's like intros or something or stories, but then it's just beauty shots of you in the whole video. And I'm like, so then and which, a good video will sell a song. Yes, it will. And you would think since she does have those talking interludes, and I guess. Outer ludes, right, exit right, ludes, right. Later ludes, right. you know what I'm saying? Later ludes. The fact that she talks it would make you think that she would be like into the storytelling part, and that would like manifest itself in the video, but it don't. It doesn't. And you know what? I'll even go as far as to say this. What if it's a budgetary thing? And that's then what I need to find. But that's money. what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. She's new, so I know things come with time and development and picking the right team and all that stuff. Like you know, if you have a strong single, then people are gonna be all right. We're gonna put it behind a, a bunch of money so you can get this person to tell your story right, or we're just gonna get this nigga. He's gonna tell the story how he tells, and he's gonna be good because she might not have a hand in some of this control, and we just looking at it as like she might just want to make the music and show up. Yeah, but right. when the city girls' videos are better than yours, you gotta like. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe she should sign a QC. You know what? Because Casey still work with them with 10 Summers in them. They can still do all the beats and then yeah, she can let QC manage her. Because it's Mustard that does all the production and yeah. stuff 10 Summers. So yeah. She should sign a QC because let me tell you, baby, they be putting money in them videos over there. They got a budget. The you city also just been need everywhere. to be surrounded by the right people. Like, and, then it's been, and this is obviously no shade to 10 Summers or whoever her crew right. is, but because I don't actually right. know any of them, right. but it's more so like, I think of how many creatives we know that make amazing things. Like, look at Maya, for example, yes. even Sham Booty. They do it with like no budget. Right. It's just because they have the skill set and the vision to make 
things out of nothing. Right. And I feel like sometimes people will be like, oh, they don't have a lot of budget. But, like, you don't really need a lot of money. Look at Danny Lay. Her new video, I think, is so cute. Amazing. And I don't think that was an expensive video. Yes. For little Baby. Lil Baby. I mean, it's just, like, in my head. Um, but the video is super cute, and it's doing well, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Danny. Like, good for her. I like everything she's doing. She's doing everything right. She's showcasing her dancing and, like, you know, her fun side and all that stuff. Like, a lot of different things translate. The styling, all yeah, of it, yeah. A lot of things translate her visuals. And with LMA, it's just, like, you know, her looking pretty under some pretty lights or her looking pretty and there's a love interest or, like, you know, just dead on shot. Like, that's it. And it's, like, that's cool because she's a, a beautiful woman. Yeah. But at the same time, I need more. And that's all I'm saying. Talented woman, you got me interested, and I'm just saying I need more. And I, I say all that to say there's always going to be room left for critique, and, you know, that those are my critiques. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because, you know, people are going to be like, uh, everybody, blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody got their think piece. You know, this is my think piece shit. Um, but, yeah, I liked a lot of the music, and what actually pulled me in, I, I liked the good, bad track, because I think that was, like, the, the second track, because I was, like, thinking that a lot of it was going to be typical, but it wasn't. So I was very pleasantly surprised. So shout out to LMA. Please go check out the project. Um, she also has features from Chris Brown, which is the Whatchamacallit song, which was the last single she just dropped, I believe. And so that's why you said you had feelings based on... You had feelings! Based on yeah, the singles. So deep in my feelings. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yes. Yes. And uh, she also has a feature from John Legend on the track Everything. And as I was saying, my track that I'm feeling is Gut Feeling with her. You know, that track with John Legend, I guess I haven't really been listening to John Legend in a long time. And it, I was like, I forgot how good he is. What? Man. His voice sounds so good. I love when John Legend does anything, but like duets especially too. I guess I just haven't been paying attention for whatever reason. There's just so many artists. Sometimes yeah. it's like hard to keep track of who you love. Yeah. And so hearing his voice come on, I literally turned my head. You know, you turn your head because I was listening on my on my desktop and I was like, Damn, John Legend. Oh, this is Evolver Weather. I was like, you sound so great. He just sounds great. Man, shout out to them. Shout out to LMI. Uh, the project's been out. And a lot of other music come out. Uh, I've listened to Quavo's project. Quavo has moved along solo dolo, and he is out here with his project, project Quavo Hancho. Um, a lot of dope shit on here, man. It's, it's literally a lot of music. And for it to be a solo... I, I I like a lot of what I've heard on here. Like, there are a lot of different cool fucking sounds. There are a lot of different cool visuals he's been putting out. Just straight up, like, Atlanta, like, Ghetto Fabulous, like, uh, Young Rich Nigga that... Uh, young Rich Nigga Nation. Uh, young, young Rich Nation, all that shit. Like, you can see all that shit from all of that. And I really, really appreciate what Quavo's been doing for the community. I like that he even features his brother's takeoff and offset on the project as well, so it shows that there is unity. And I'm feeling a lot of the like flavors of music does that make sense because i feel like when i'm listening to his music it's like like different flavors i'm being given because it, it doesn't sound like typical like some of it sounds like shit you would expect but then some of it kind of gets a little clubbish almost yeah the afro like, beat track yeah like he, he does a whole bunch of crazy shit and i'm like okay quavo but none of it's like too far left like he not trying to do like an r&b track or nothing like that so i'm really feeling quavo huncho um, I'm not gonna lie though, Huncho Dreams made me laugh really, really hard. <laughs> like, the like, song? yes. Have you heard that one? Or did you pay? I have. Did you pay close and attention? I did. <laughs> Shake it like Iggy. <laughs> Hit her like Nikki. Whatever he was saying. So, uh, the, like, is the whole song for Nikki? Well, 
I heard that it's not true and he just did it for the sake of like the art. But in the song, he's saying that basically he made Nicki Minaj scream and that he's sorry if he let her down or sorry if I, um, what is he saying? Sorry if I hurt your feelings. Mm. Sorry if I hurt your feelings. And to I, Nicki Minaj, he's like, Queen Nicki. He says it. Yeah, because the whole time he keeps saying Queen, like, Hold on. He he was like, the queen can't flex on the young bull, made her scream. Chanel, I bought her too. Uh, could okay, you check IG? This sounds a mess. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy. And then he calls himself Hunt Joe Bison. But it's funny as fuck to listen to the whole song because there's the part where he's like, bounce that ass, Nikki, shake it like Iggy. Like, that's what Dustin was uh, saying. He was like, um, uh, if I hurt your feelings, I'm truly sorry. I'm straight out the jungle, no safari. Wowza. Like, there were just so many parts of this shit that just had me crying. He's like, Nikki, do you look... Oh, he said, no, Fifi, I skeet skeet on your faces. I was like, what is going on? Uh, Yeah, call up Queen Nikki. The Queen can't flex, yeah. She said I hurt her feelings 52 times. Like, I was like, damn, is this whole track like a diss track or like a fun track? I couldn't really put my it's finger on what the just a play fuck. off of her track where she was talking about all the rappers. What is it? Yeah, yeah Barbie Dreams. Yes. Barbie Dreams But is when just you listen version. to it, I know it's his version. But it's like because his version is kind of like almost like I think it's supposed to be flattering. But it comes off kind of like fucked up and condescending like because it's like. He's saying he's sorry, but then the way he's lusting after her, it sounds more degrading than, like, treat her like a boss. Like, I don't know. The track just makes me laugh. It just <laughs> it just does. Um, I, I'm also feeling all the visuals that he put out, as I said before. Um, one of the videos that he put out, um, is it, excuse me, is it Bubblegum that has uh, Drea? Drea? Yeah. Yeah, he put out a video, uh, Bubblegum. Oh, and Drea. Dre was looking really, really good. And I, I'm, you know, I'm all about that, like, future tech shit anyway. So I really like the fact that Migos always play with that. Like how they did in the motorsport video and how Quavo did in this bubblegum video, too. With, like, the future tech and, like, the girls and all that shit. I just live for that. So, yes. Check out Huncho Dreams as well. Quavo Huncho. Specifically Huncho Dreams for that laugh. Um, outside of that, there's a, been a bunch of shit that I've been listening to, but we can talk about that later. I'll let you guys get into your listens lately. Anybody you want to highlight? Anybody highlight, highlight? Anybody want to put on the highlight? Highlight? <laughs> Shout out to everybody in Seattle, by the way. My um, playlist was playing, and I might publish that because I know people were asking. Um, they were asking me too. I put uh, artists from Quavo on there, uh, Sheck West, Estelle, and I also put the new Candy track on there that Dustin was talking about. Speaking of other things candy dropped in his song ready for this oh which, yeah y'all were playing for me yes which i really really enjoy dustin put me on i'm gonna shout out sham booty's boo her her fiance and husband to be this mm. december because they will be getting married very soon jared brady um he she put out a video that was so like Heart, like it choked me up. I hit her up. I was like, "Girl, you got me tearing watching this." Where, um, her boyfriend, her fiance is a musician, and he's been struggling to get put on. You know, it's mm-hmm. a very, very difficult industry, mm-hmm. just like any side of entertainment, really. So, in the video, I guess he was about to work on a music video, and the director pulled out the night before, and so it kind of, on top of just all his other stresses, he just kind of had a break. You know, like a mental breakdown and. 
um, she filmed <clears throat> him saying, like, I've been trying to work on this music and it just feels like nobody believes in me but you. Like, how do I move forward if no one sees it for me? And it's just, you know, a really hard time. She caught him in a vulnerable moment. But she flipped it, being Shannon, she's so brilliant, where she told him in the video, well, how about we do it ourselves? And so the video that she shot for the music video was her, like, setting up the lights and, like, holding that, like, uh, metallic thing. That's I don't know what it's called. Yeah, the, um, the reflective thing. Thank yeah. you, the reflector under the camera. And she's, like, holding it and dancing, and you see him doing the video. So it's almost like a behind-the-scenes, but it's the actual video. Super cool. And it just also showed how she was just being super supportive. And, you know, the beginning of the video, he's all sad, and then by the end of it, they have a beautiful video, and they yeah. did it as a team. And just great like i loved it it was That's just cute beautiful when, it, when stuff has stories like that too yeah and just i was i love that he was willing to be that open and honest with the fact that like he is having a hard time trying to pull his career off and i think that's what's going to help him win yeah. you know the fact that he's willing to show the times where he's like crying at home and you know feeling like his fiance is the only person that believes in him it's just very honest and open when you read the comments people were like yo i needed this because i'm struggling with my acting yeah. or with whatever their respective fields are so just a really yeah. dope moment so i was like you know what i need to show him love because we show a lot of musicians love and i wanted to add him to that i tweeted his song i posted it on my ig stories and he hit me back like yo thank you so much because you guys have been blowing up the comments under the video like yes. brand sent me i love when y'all do that so sweet <laughs> ecosystem squad yes. uh, so here's a song it's called soaring by jared brady and make sure and check it out everywhere you listen to your songs whole project it's called enjoy summer it's an ep and it even has a um Atheon crockett intro and everything <laughs> where Atheon's making fun of him like you turn into a pop dude with curly hair and blonde tips and like, they're actually friends so it's a really cute project um he has a couple more songs from other projects there's one called drop it down so check him out show him woo, love woo, woo, woo. and go to and most importantly go to shan booty's youtube channel it's the latest video they put up and show them love yeah. leave them comments send them hearts just lift lift each other up um and of course stream 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 his songs play them uh, show him on ig tag him tweet him share the love tell him we sent them we sent you guys and that's it i just wanted to highlight him he show gets he gets my whole highlight that's stuck in my head now <laughs> um okay it's cool so 
I'd like to contribute to the Black Eyed Peas on my eyes. Because I, I really love Meet Me Halfway. That was my shit. Meet Me Halfway. Yeah. yeah, I love that song. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And I love a lot of Fergie solo stuff, too. Yeah. She even had a song on her last album that she just came out with this last recent album. Um, the song is called Just Like You, and it's the jam. She had a recent album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh, the one where she that. did Milk and all that on there. Yep. Or, uh, yep. Is it, is milk called, Money. Milk, milk money. money. Oh, Milk Money. money. Yep. Oh, nice. Right. Milk Money. <clears throat> she had Kanye Crazy Ass. Uh, not him, but Kim, his wife. She had her in the video. Oh, um, sweet. C- was Sierra in the video, too? I think so. It was yeah. a bunch of uh, well, Dutch Why mothers. do I feel like I missed this whole moment? It was the double duchess. When did that happen? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Weird. Milk Money. Anyway, listens lately. Um, I definitely love ZZ by Kozak, Kozak, Kozak. by Kodak Black with <laughs> Travis Scott and Offset. Been waiting yes. for that. It's the, for those of you who don't know, it's the song. It's a Z shit. It's a Z shit. It's the song with the steel drum that was circulating around the internet as a meme. That's the song. He finally released it. It's the jam. <laughs> um, Dave East and Styles P released Beloved, which is a fantastic collaboration album. Um, it is 13 songs and all 13 of the songs bang. If you're a rap purist, you will love this music. Even Hell if you're yeah. not, you'll be entertained and bop to it. Cause all literally every single song on this project is the jam. So I've been listening to that. Um, and check West's tape, mud boy. Love mud that. Boy. Um, and then Kevin Gates, Luca Brazi three. That's it. Yo, Shaq West is dope. Shaq West is really dope. When we were in the car and we were blasting, what was it? Shaq West Live? <laughs> Live Shaq West. Live Shaq yeah. West. You hear me, Shaq West Live. Um, that <laughs> shit was incredible. I love the fact that Mo Bamba still goes off. Like, to this day. Right. Like, I saw a clip where I, I forget, I think he was at, like, at a university or something for homecoming and the entire stadium was like rocking. Like, I'm not going to lie. I could, st- like, if there was a remix drop to that, I, st- I would not be mad. Cause I know it's old as fuck. Some people are like, why would that? Who be should be on it? Uh, shit. I feel like Twenty One Savage could be on there. I feel like it could be like a whole bunch of some of the Lils could be on there. Cause Lil Pump some could do something. Um, bitch, bitch. <laughs> Where's Ali with the motherfucking dog? <laughs> I love when y'all dance. I just wanted to see y'all dance. <laughs> I love Shaq West. You know music. who else could be on the remix? Ray Shermer. I think you give me totally give me a give me a, right? a eight minute remix for the club. Right? Yeah. Give me the original. Add Ray Shermer. Okay. Um, who else do I want on this on this remix? Add Ray Shermer. Um. Give me a Twister verse. Put Twister oh, on yeah, there. Bring Twister, Twister back wow. in the world. Old school Twister. shit. Yeah. Um, Ray Shremer, yeah. Drake, and Twister. Sheck West, um, Mo Bamba remix. Hell right yeah. There. Wow, bro. That's it. And I really want to throw a girl on there. I was thinking I that. Um, who's the girl? The uh, rock alternative girl we've been talking about. Rico Nasty. Rico Nasty. But that's too much. Really? Yeah, Rico For... Nasty on that well, with I... the other people. It needs to be a girl who doesn't make that kind of music. Maybe it needs like to be No like, Name? Maybe. No. Just because her delivery would kind of clash, which might make it cool. I feel like she would rock the beat differently and switch it up and give it a good, like, different. But That's I, what I mean. But oh, I, no, no, no. LaKaylee. LaKaylee? How do you say her name? Yeah, <laughs> she, she would be good because she could sing the hook, too. Oh, she would be and, and rap. a beast. Yeah. Is it LaKaylee? LaKaylee. 
Likey Lee. Oh my God, no, I never. And, and you told, and you said the correct one the one time, and I remember, remember it, but I now you're gonna fuck me up. And it's been so long it, that I don't remember. Is it late? Is it Lake or Lake I think it's Lakeley. 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 Shit. Oh my fuck God. Now we gotta look it up. I know. Cause... I'm like, I don't want to disrespect because she's the fucking shit. Right. She, you know what? She, remember when you asked, I think last week, who Missy should work with? Her? She is someone yeah. she's she definitely, should work with. definitely. And somebody tweeted me, oh, you know what? I'm glad you said that. Um, shout out to one of the listeners that added to that, and they were like, I think that Rhapsody would be dope for the Missy Collective as well. Um, oh, yeah. Low key, you know who else I would like to see work with Missy? Who? Days Loaf. Yes. Oh, true. Missy yep. and Days Loaf, yep. I think they can Dejlof, do something. Days Loaf already has the look. She has like a, a different sound. She has. She's open they... to different types of music. I think her and Missy can really be creative together. Like, yeah. Damn, Days Loaf is a, a really good pick. A really, really, really good pick. Did y'all like her last single? I don't. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear anything about it. No, actually. and I love Days Loaf, so I don't feel bad about saying it. No. Yeah. You you didn't hear it? Mm-mm. It was very pop. Very upbeat. That's probably why I missed it. No. Give me some Let a Nigga Try Me Days Loaf. And then I, I keep saying this, but there was a song that she previewed on her Instagram. She was laying in a bed in a robe, like a hotel robe in a hotel bed. She had a really abstract braided hairstyle and a face full of beautiful makeup. And the song was... Um, it was something about scratches on her partner's back and she knew... Oh, boy. And, you know... Um, express yourself it's been building up gradually just the lyrics were it was an amazing song if anybody knows what I'm talking about please send it to me and Days Love if by any chance you hear this put the damn song out yes <laughs> thank you <laughs> I've had this that's it for my listens lately I just have this really weird obsession with like the whole collective scene and how that works and I was so reminded of that when I was watching you know um Claude and Chuck and the Shandellas like all acts right, and talk to each screws, other. And, yeah. Yeah, like I just love that whole concept of like a bunch of artists being together, like vibing together, making music together, making separate shit, you know, do, helping each other out, doing all that. And um, to that, I always think about like how it would be so dope to hear these people work together. And that's why I originally brought up that Missy thing to Dustin way back when because I was like, damn, it would be so dope to watch because they used to do that I feel like on you know in their own way have these like collectives and communities so to like see them do that today and really show people like what it was that like enamored us versus all of this like drama and bullshit that people be putting out or doing to like make their music sell as opposed to them just seeing oh it's just cool like cool crews of dope people inspiring each other all the damn time putting out really dope shit as opposed to it being drama or how dramatic I can be or what I can do on social media to make some shit go or who I can be seen with and what I can do so that's why I just like doing that and talking about that. And it's LaKaylee. 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 Pronounced LaKaylee, yes. Okay. Or 47 for short. <laughs> All right, well, that's what 47. Said. Pick your poison. <laughs> <laughs> but I think she would be, I don't, what happened to her? I feel like we need to push her more. LaKaylee. Ain't nobody know how to say her name, so they just is like, forget it. We'll talk about her next <laughs> She's time. She's so good, She's though. really good. And you know what? I, I don't, love her. I love don't, her. I don't really know like what platforms... I haven't really, like, I need her on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see her on HBO's Insecure or hear music, and I think it's dope there. But I don't watch a lot of um, other shit, so it's like I want to see more of her on, like, late-night show performances and stuff like that. But I can't think of the other stuff she's supposed to be on to, like, get her there. I mean, they just need to have her in more festivals. She needs to be in the festival circuit. Speaking of more festivals, I'm glad you said that. I randomly was thinking about how dope it would be to have festival of people, um, or, like, maybe there are festivals, but a festival full of uh, 
music that is like different or like not different, but not as um, popular on the radio. Like there are people. Well, that's like, what Afropunk was supposed to be, but then it got really big. And so then it just and became, it became about mainstream, which is usually what happens when you get big enough. Then you need you know bigger artists and you need names and. But it always starts with the intention of oh, let's support indie scene. You know, I've just never scene. seen. I've just never seen. Uh, and I know she don't need to really do those type of stages anyway. But I've just never seen Big Frida Afro Punk. And maybe Big Frida. I feel like she I was. Think, me too. I think so. And I, and maybe Big Frida did do one of those. But I would like to see like a tour where it's like um, Frida and Lizzo because they work together. And because I, I know Lizzo's done show and Frida does all sorts of shows. So Frida very well could have done any of the Afro Punks because there's been so many of them. But like. It's just not like widely spread or made known, like where some of these people do these shows and like kill it. Like if Afropunk had more visual content of certain performances, so we could be like, "Oh, damn! Did you see such and such an Afropunk killing that shit?" Because there are certain people like, um, you know, Frida. We see Frida through the lens of the show, but we don't ever see Frida through the lens of like the performance. The tour, yeah, yeah. Like we see Cardi, like you know how Cardi just killed it on the fucking AMAs, like looking amazing and like. I'm glad that that thing didn't keep spinning too fast or nothing like that. Like, when I saw that performance, I'm not going to lie, it made me think about, like, how cool production was back in the day. Like, that was one of the more cleaner performances I've seen today mm-hmm. than I've seen in a lot. And then I have seen in, you know, like, because J-Lo, she always makes clean performances. Like, there are certain people that when they show up on certain networks, for whatever reason, MTV, they fucking up. And it's like, why are y'all doing this? But it was great. It's just a new day and age, and I want to see a little bit of the old so it can help train some of the new. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Big boom. All right, that's it for Music Man segment. Let's move on to TV land. <laughs> oh, that face. Oh, Lord. What are we about to Okay, hear? who is he going to We need to first? talk about Mary to Madison, and that's all we're going to talk about this week. Oh, Lord <clears throat> Jesus. Really? Yeah. Um, because it's time to sit the whole entire cast down and have a talk, because I'm not happy with the way that this season is going. Mm. Um, and... I think I'm most affected because I'm always, we root for these shows and we root for them to show solidarity amongst the cast. We root for them to have good relationships with each other and bad relationships with the people who deserve that, right? Um, And so after season five last year, we were so fortunate to see them banding together um, and all kind of being on the same side and, you know, like working together. Um, and this year there were some variables involved that I knew were wild cards for, for potentially dramatic situations or irritating scenes, but I just didn't expect people to kind of take certain flags and run with them the way that they have. So let's just go all the way down the line, right? Contessa. Contessa's been doing a great job in season two. She's had so much more of an on-screen presence than she did in season. Then I say season two because this is her second season, but it's season six of the show. Right. Um, but she's doing such a good job this season, um, being involved in the story, having a compelling storyline aside of her relationships with the other women on cast. Her personal and her family life is interesting. Her kids are kids in every sense of the word, so they're funny. Um, her family, we like to see her and her husband interact with each other. He's a doctor too, but they're extremely down to earth. Um, they're just, it's just a good family to watch. 
watch on television. Contessa's doing everything right, even in she had a, a, a confrontation, well, an attempted confrontation from Toya um, <laughs> at a restaurant and literally was like, Toya, if you ever even think you're going to check me about anything or go there with me, it's never going to happen. So you might as well just get with the program. Like, she completely shut it down. She's been handling herself really, really well. The only thing Contessa needs to do, and this ain't me trying to tell her what to do, she needs better wigs. Contessa oh is God. way too yeah. pretty. I feel and that's what, a common theme. Well, yeah. what has happened in this case was you can tell that somebody spoke to her about her look last year and she tried to like get some wigs or get some looks for this this season but it wasn't like the right kind it was the mm-hmm. quality wasn't good and it just yeah. it, it she's so pretty and so articulate and she could really have a, a presence in them confessionals and shit but instead we focus on like her hair sometimes and i just hate that because it takes away yes. from what thus far has been a stellar <laughs> performance right let's move to dr heavenly heavenly kimes you can say what you want to say about dr heavenly and her temperament and her um propensity to tell someone your mama or whatever but that's all the same reasons that we love heavenly and what i've loved the most about dr heavenly since she appeared on the show in season two right heavenly heavenly started off rough Nobody really liked Heavenly. We didn't like what we saw on TV because she was kind of reaching and grasping for straws as far as how to have a presence in the cast, how to be relevant to the story. She went about it a couple of the wrong ways by trying to have confrontation with people like Dr. Jackie, who don't bother no damn body. Jackie is far more vocal this season than she ever was, but we'll get to that when we get to her place in line. But Heavenly made a transition somewhere along the line, and I think it was through her arguing with Lisa Nicole in season, I think that would be season four, when Sharon and Lisa Nicole were arguing and stuff. Through all those engagements, we started to love Heavenly. She was funny. We started to enjoy her family. We found out she had two sons. You know, her and her husband had two older sons that they didn't show initially. We grew to really love Heavenly, and she brought some comedic relief and just down-to-earth relatability to the show, right? This season, Heavenly is making strides to solidify her friendships it's important to heavenly to be a good friend to the people on the cast so she goes out of town with simone and jackie she goes out of her way and she got upset with quiet but she got upset with quiet because quiet wasn't being receptive to anything that anyone was saying to her in that scene heavenly's had great intentions thus far she can't stand mariah because mariah is full of shit and so for nothing else we love that because heavenly's the one person who will literally meet mariah every step of the way with the bullshit and we need her for that and we love her for that let's get to mariah mariah is back as a full-time cast member this season but we don't need her every time she comes around to be on the cast she's a source of drama and problems Every single time she goes out of her way. This week, Kwai was opening up and sharing with the ladies, and she was saying how it was too much for her. She felt like she had to do it all in her family. Well, we all feel like we got to do it all. We all feel I'm just saying we all feel like that. She was purposely seeking out opportunities to be problematic, and that's what drives me crazy watching her on TV. Um, she's her, her mother and her sister... They all go on Facebook Live after the episodes air and say mean, vile, nasty shit about the other people. Oh, my God. About the other people on the cast. And Mariah is, um, she just has these, these lofty expectations and she wants people to treat her as if she's this deity when she's not. She's an unlikable person with too tight clothing and 
and unwillingness to sway from honey blonde hair dye. So there's nothing new here. You know what I'm saying? I think she's a fantastic mom. Her relationship with her teenage daughter that she shows on the show is fantastic. Um, She really pays attention and listens to the things that her daughter needs and and goes above and beyond to provide that. But outside of that, she's completely useless unless we just want to see Heavenly have somebody to cuss out. So Mariah, I, I... I just think she's really toxic to the peace and harmony among the cast. And we really need that harmony now because Quad, who I'll get to next, is going through a divorce that is, I'm sure, taking a lot out of her. But Quad also needs to humble herself and literally allow them girls to be her friends. All it would take for them not to argue is for Quad to say, all right, y'all, I'm sorry. I know I've been MIA, but I've just been going through my shit and... I hear you, and here I am, and I love y'all. I don't want to argue, which she said individually to people like Heavenly, to people like Jackie, but that's because they've worked hard to go the extra mile to get her to open up to talk, and some of that they shouldn't have had to do. Some of them don't all None of them except Mariah have bad intentions when it comes to Quad and Toya when it comes to Quad and their involvement in her life. And so Quad can be open with the other ladies and she needs to get off her shit and do that because it's getting like tough to watch. I watch Sister Circle to watch her be with the Sister Circle team. I don't need to watch her on Married to Medicine with the ladies from Sister Circle. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch her film with them. I want to watch her film with the Married to Medicine ladies. Right. That not coming around shit got to stop. And if you have to cuss Mariah out or if you have to check Toya, that's what you do to make it work. Toya has nothing going on. She has two children who are as cute as they can be, but completely out of control. Eugene, her husband, is funny. They're building a new house, but they moved every year on Married to Medicine. Now I am because I like home remodels and new builds and shit like that and home construction. I'm interested in seeing that, but that's just because I have a separate interest in that. Not because I want to see Toya build a house. So Toya's doing what she's always done, which is throw herself in unnecessary drama. She's starting shit with Quad, going back and forth and saying petty things to trigger quad quads falling for the bait like a dummy every time and here we go circling back around we can't never get peace and harmony so mary to medicine has worn me out i'm tired jackie is back with curtis in his pants i'm tired <laughs> like i don't even i, I don't Does he even wear cool pants no he wears lma pants i'm tired like i just i just what? i'm so exhausted with the bullshit <laughs> Married to Medicine has to get it together because I just can't take anymore, and it's taking my focus from everything. And that's it for this week in TV. Jeez. And y'all can at me if you got a problem Louise. with it. That goes for everybody. Viewers, cast, producers. Ooh, like, spicy. for real, because I've been watching spicy since day on one, bird. season one, and I'm, I'm, I am, I've had it. I've had it. People had suggestions. They were like, can Dustin talk about American Horror Story? And I'm like, I <laughs> No, I literally can't because I ain't watching that <laughs> shit. I got to sleep at night. And it's too close to Halloween to be getting scared unnecessarily. Like, uh-uh. They also mm. asked if you could discuss Big Mouth. I'll watch it and, and discuss it. At first, I thought they wanted me to do like a Nikki Gilbert, you know, montage or oh, something. Like, oh what they want me to do that for? Oh, my like, God. So yeah. do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? No, can I just play a really small, quick game? I know it's over and we should be ending, but I don't give a fuck about the people coming in after us. Um, if you could do cross-branding for Real Housewives, right? Pick two housewives that you would put on other franchises. Like from city to city? Yep. I would put Cynthia Bailey in New York. 
Oh, okay. Um, and I would put Monique Samuels from Potomac in Atlanta. Oh, that's a good one. Those are both good. Okay, that was it. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to know. I was playing this game with some people, and I said it would be dope if um a white woman was back on Atlanta, and specifically Erica Jane, since Candy, I like her. Candy always posts that she likes Kenya's her. friends with her. Yeah, everybody likes her, and I feel like she's a very strong, opinionated woman that could definitely hold her own in the Atlanta circle. So that was it. All right, now I don't have any church. What about you, friend? You got church announcements? I would be, by the time you guys hear this, because we're recording early, I'll be in the Dominican Republic with my new booze for the DR stop, the Santiago stop of the activation tour. We still can't go. Nope. Nope. (laughs) You know I can find something to do in the Dominican Republic. (laughs) You know I can, too. So I will be in paradise with beautiful women, having amazing conversations and eating good food. What a dream life. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, that's what an it. amazing time. And then after that, of course, like we mentioned, we will be in Alabama. Yes, we will, baby. At the Magic City Classic at 11 a.m. So make sure to check out. Check. Well, I can't even. I'm, my okay. brain's like, go Check home. it out. <laughs> make sure to carve that out. That's what I was trying to say. That's carve right. that out in your schedule so that we can hang. And pray for Fergie, y'all. Because she then gave a lot to music, and I feel like she needs to get something back. Wow, Orchid. And with that being said, and most importantly understood. Come on. You're the greatest singer. (laughs) As always, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Great pretenders. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.